This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in spite of Skyrim mods, both of which Tim and I would much rather be playing right now. We've got hundreds of them between the two of us, and much like an event that Tim and I went to, one of us is putting in the heavy lifting to make the hundreds, and one of us has about 40. Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North and South, East to West, the only formerly inter-alcoholic podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I'm your host, Tim the Hammerbreaker. With me today, my fellow alcoholic, Tab Burt. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you like the sounds of phones constantly going off because somebody can't silence his. And not can't as in, uh, I don't know how to do it because I know how to do it, but I can't do it because if I do it and I forget and then something important happens, I'll be really, really fucked. So if you like this, the Motorola default uh, message tone, stay tuned. <laughs> I just sent out a reminder message to my entire call list for tomorrow that they need to be there or be square, and now they're all replying to me. Because it's hip to be square. Uh, you know what I fucking pisses me off? The fact that swiping to archive a, a message is so easy and just something you naturally a feature, do. A feature no one fucking uses? No one fucking uses or wants, and there's no way to disable it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, uh, let's just hop right into it, Tim. Holy fuck, do I hate phones this week. <laughs> so Saturday, I made the swap from my personally provided work phone to my work-provided work phone, uh -huh. and I went ahead and I did the thing that I said I would do. What I wanted to do was I built my own contact card where it would have my position name and not my name directly on it. So that because this phone and phone number are going to stick with the position, not with the person. Yes. So that forever, you know, oh, I'm getting a call from from 704-750-9434. That's here's what I don't get calling me. Yes. Is that Uncle Buck, Jal Chaco? Here's what I don't get. Here's what I don't get. Is that Uncle Buck, Tab Bert? Here's what I don't get. Is that Tab Tim? Here's what I don't get. Is that Tab Tim Tom Todd? Here's what I don't get. Is that Tab Tim again? Here's what I don't get. Is that Tab Tim Buck? Here's what I don't get. Is that Tab Tim Chaco? Is that Tab Tim Chaco Buck? Is that Tab Buck Chaco? Is that Buck Chaco? What what version? Yeah. I don't get it. Doesn't matter. It's the same phone number, and you save it in your phone, so you can call and leave voicemails. It's incredible. Same same premise. So I wanted to send that contact card that would have my email address and my phone number, and that way people would just have it in their phones, and I could say, "Hey, can you email me this thing?" And then it's like, I don't know. Everyone has it's it in my your fucking phone. Yeah. Well, you can't mass MMS people, and I didn't want to go through 450-plus contacts and directly send them my uh, contact card. Yeah. So I had to settle for was sending this big, long text message that said, this is Tab, this is the new permanent phone number, delete all my old phone numbers, keep only this. If you don't want to be on the call list, let me know, yada, yada, yada. Like, it, it, was, a nice, it was a nice little word thing. Ended up being three text messages apiece. But most phones now, they, they like read that data and make them look like one block. Yes. Not like the old days. Well, I discovered a feature native to Android in doing this. And this is like a mini issue this week because I'm really annoyed about it. But Android natively limits how many text messages you can send per minute to protect everyone else from you and not from... Not that it's any of their fucking business. Huh. So I kept getting these error messages that I was sending too many messages all at once. And I, you know, messaging app is sending too many messages. And I'm thinking, 
Well, fucking, of course, Minute Message app is sending too many messages. That's what it's fucking there for. Uh, turns out I did not like that I was using an external program to send messages directly from my phone. Because it, because I'm, te- I'm texting. How many, Tim? In what interval would you say you text every contact in your phone? Um, zero times ever. Yeah, once in a never, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, there's there's those people that you text a bunch. Like Tim and I text a bunch. Yeah. We text the trucking and tucking a bunch. I text my sister, my dad, yep. mom. Family members. Yeah. Uh, text a few people about like random. Oh, let's get together friends but there are there are probably a, do- a couple dozen me- people in my phone that I have never text messaged ever. Yep. yep. Um from my work phone, I text message my entire set of contacts about once a week. About once a week I go all the way through the whole thing. Yeah. So I need to be able to send a lot of text messages in a short period of time and apparently Android doesn't like that and there was no it pops up this message. This app is sending a lot of messages. Do you want to allow it? And you have to press it like 35 times for every message that's trying to go out. Uh, and it's that, that button should just be, yes, don't ask me again. Not what I had to do, which was to uh, look up how to debug my phone via the computer and w- do a tutorial, which did not work because none of the commands, I assume the commands that they had were for an older version of Android or something, because, mm-hmm. or maybe the way the file structure was in my computer was different. There was some difference that I could not figure out between what I was doing and what their thing said to do that was not, none of it was working, but I ended up finding a guy who put together like a batch editor and it compiled all that shit together. He had a bunch of different things you could do with his, like get rid of all the boot up screens and it would have it just boot directly to your, that's pretty useful. Yeah. I didn't do that one, but I did do the one where it sets your text message per per minute limit up to like 5 million and sets the interval that the phone checks itself to, I think, a half hour, which is the longest, longest you can yeah, make it without yeah. it freaking itself out. And I, I just I'm so fucking sick of the things that I own being not mine to do with as I please. Yeah. I understand what this features for. This is so some boomer grandma downloads like Bubble Breaker 3.0 and it's actually just a mass text spammer that it's like, hey, Bubble Breaker is messaging all your contacts. And grandma's like, oh, I don't know what that means. But for the people that do know what that means, they need a yeah, uh, just set the limit to a billion and then suck my cock forever. Oh, I could not have been more fucking irritated with that. But I made it through. I got everyone to stop. I don't think anybody's using this old number anymore. Good. Which good. is good because, uh, boy, I sent this. I posted this um, text message uh, string in the... Uh, Discord. I was I was trying to fill. We had the biggest call of the year this week. I was trying to get it filled up, and I was I was just shy of it. I'll talk about that more in a second. But uh, one of the things I did when I realized I was I was going to be very short of the select wanted number was I went back through everybody who had not responded to me at all, mm-hmm. which was a lot of people. Yeah. And I start I sent the messages that was like, Urgent. Tim, yeah. Yeah. Are you available to work this show loadout at this place Smart. at 9 p.m.? And that way you can't go like, oh, read oh, it. And this- be, oh, it's a call and put it down. You go, oh, 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 he needs me. Yeah, he okay. needs me. Yeah. And I get this response back. I sent I sent my message at at 7.09 p.m. on Wednesday, August 11th. OK, we're two days out from the show. Yeah. On Thursday, August 12th, 
at 6.46 p.m. Nearly 24 hours later, I get this response back. I am 64 years old and do not want to get exposed to other people who might have COVID. I would love to work with you in the future. Okay. Sounds fair. I get it. You're old. You're nearly at your Social Security retirement age. It's a long-winded no. It's a long-winded no, right? But then at 6.49, tell everyone to get vaccinated. And I was like... (laughs) Oh, God, do I want to just reply back to you. Get fucked to death, you boomer cunt. This is the universe telling you it's time to stop fucking working. You're 64 years old. Your contributions to society are fucking over. So why don't you suck my dick, you boomer fuck? But then it continues. It, it, the, it's, I think what got him is the absolutely no response. Because then at 7.04 p.m., 15 minutes later, Require all these venues to make everyone show a proof of vaccine upon entry. 705, and require masks. 706, I have not even had a cold since wearing masks. 716, you want people to go back to work, require vaccine. This guy spurged at me for half a fucking hour, bit by bit, about how he doesn't feel safe enough to go to work. If you're not safe, you don't feel safe enough to go to work. Don't go. Then just fucking, I'll take you off the call list. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Which is what I kind of did. Uh, I just, it's like, okay, when I see this guy's name, just jump over it because he's not, he's never going to come back. He's not going to come it's back. It's never going to be enough. Yeah. There's never going to be enough people vaccinated. There's never going to be enough masks. You're gonna, there's never going to be enough butt plugs in you. There's never going to be enough checks and balances in the system to make these fucking people ever be happy. That's who you've been keeping safe for a year. A 64 year old man who's convinced that he hasn't even had a cold because he's wearing a mask. Fucking retards. 64 years old. The universe wants you to retire, buddy. That's why the virus came along. It was telling you, you need to stay the fuck home forever. Put a gun in your mouth and kill yourself. Oh. But, uh, yeah, so we had the biggest show of the year on Friday. Uh, thrown in head first. A lot of, lot of fun stuff. But I had three separate people co- compliment me on... Um, how one person described the way I handled it as with grace and ease. Wow. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. And someone, another person said, I am very impressed with how, how much you were able to keep your cool completely. You completely kept your cool and never got let that zoo of a call ever get to you. And I said, which is kind of true. But there was, mo- there was one moment. There was one moment where I was, I was this close to losing it. And I walked into my office and I almost... Almost took the clipboard that was in my hand because I bought this one of those clipboards you can store shit in, so I can like put extra paper okay, and yeah, stuff in there, yeah, wristbands yeah. for people. I almost took that clipboard and just ran it as hard as I could, and and I was I was in the wind up. Uh, I was just gonna <laughs> ram that fucking thing into the corner of my desk and just destroy it, and then go buy a new one because I had more clipboards, but I didn't have another storage clipboard. Yeah. I was so fucking angry. I was so fucking angry, but apparently it didn't come through. Uh, which is good because that's my job is to not let it come through. <laughs> but you, it's really hard to not get angry when uh, you have a bunch of people there in the morning and then they just don't show up that fucking evening on top yeah. of you being shorthanded already. And then one department always ends up shorter than the rest. And it's like, oh, and then they're yelling at me. And it's like, what the fuck do you want me to do, man? I texted all these people who were supposed to be here. Yeah. I asked them when they're going to be here. Short of me going and getting in the car and driving them to, to this building, I, there's it's 10.30 at night on a Friday. 
even if I had more people to call, which I don't, I hit the bottom of the list. I hit the bottom of the list and this call wasn't even halfway fucking filled. Uh, and I had we had to start reaching out to every fucking person with two arms, two legs and a head <laughs> just to have bodies to fill the numbers and didn't even make that. And you think that 1030, there's something I can pull out of my ass that I can pull 16 hands right out of my asshole. I would love to help you, man, but I can't I just physically can't fucking do it. And you yelling at me is not making this easier for anybody. No. But you can't say any of that. You just got to stand there and go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry we couldn't do this for you. Ah, fucking pisses me off. But I handled it with grace and ease. Grace and like ease. Like another fucking person was there. Apparently. Apparently. Uh, and then, and then, so after that call, uh, one of my friends I've known years, worked in theater together for years. I called in a favor, had him come to town to work to work it. And so him and his girlfriend worked it, and then they left the the venue, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go over to this bar to have a beer." And I had, you know, I leave the venue after everybody's left, and so I'm leaving the venue, and I get in the car, and I look at the clock, and it's like one fifteen, and I was like, "I can fucking make it." And so I hauled ass over to. Um, this other bar had a had a beer with them but as i'm walking to that bar i'm walking down the street and i look over and i'm kind of looking around see what's going on because it's it's a friday night downtown there's a lot of like weirdo people and i look over my shoulder and i I see this guy and he looks like a guy that i i did some shows with a long time ago yeah yeah yeah. um but he's uh he was of a certain uh ethnicity you know or if you say that that guy looks like the one guy you know you're racist and and so I looked at him and then I looked back again and I'm like, no, I think it is. And then he like gives me the finger guns. Uh-huh. I'm like, holy shit, that is the <laughs> one person of this specific ethnicity that I know. And so he comes up and he's like, hey, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, I was just going to go have a beer in this bar with uh, another old, you know, our old friend of both of our older friend to him than to me. Yeah. And he's like, no, no way. I'm like, yeah, come in here. And so. I go in in there and I'm like, hey, guess who I found outside? You know, black guy. (laughs) And those two guys like gave each other a big hug. And then we sat and chatted for a few minutes. And man, it was crazy. What a a crazy coincidence. Those two guys would have been within 60 feet of one another. And would not have. never have known it if I hadn't have like looked at the clock and gone, I can get a beer. Uh, Yeah. Bringing people together. Bringing people together. Yeah. 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 Long weekend, though. Yes. Sunday we went to went out. Well, I'll talk. I'll talk about this during your issue. Uh, what do you? Would you have going on this week? Brother still in town? Uh, he's gone now, but uh, he was in town for most of the week. Uh, and I'll I'll get into a little bit of that in one of my issues. But yeah, it was nice seeing him again. Yeah, I'll probably see him around Christmas time. Yeah, uh, I'll probably see him in hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not feeling too good right now. Yeah, I mean. I told you earlier. Told you earlier. I wasn't feeling very good. It's that kind of not good where like I'm only barely listening to you right now. Oh no. Yeah. (laughs) China virus two. Electric boogaloo. Yeah, you got that fucking fake vaccine, and it's it can (laughs) compromise your immune system, and now you're susceptible to it. Me, I'm always I'm all you'll never it'll never get me it'll never get me because my balls are too big. My balls are too big, and my, the the virus that gets down in my balls, and it just gets lost in there, and then I jerk off, and it goes shooting out of me. <laughs> That's science, Tim. Fucking follow it. Oh man. 
Oh, boy. Well, uh, let's get into some issues. Here's what I don't get. Whiskey tasting. Speaking of this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Truckin' and Tuckin' was like, hey, do you guys want to go to this Michael... Wait, what was his name? <laughs> you can't remember either. Fern Johnson. Fern Johnson. Um, you want to go to this... this Dax bird? Rendar. It was Dax Rendar. Dax Rendar. Yes, that is, <laughs> that is absolutely correct. You want to go to this uh, whiskey tasting thing? Fred Minnick. Fred Minnick. Fred Minnick, blind bourbon whiskey tasting event. And they're going to be tasting all these expensive bourbons. Uh -huh. And uh, apparently there were two levels of tickets. There was a $250 ticket where you got to taste all these bourbons, which is what Truckin' and Tuckin' read. Mm -hmm. And then there was a $100 ticket where you got to taste four bourbons, yeah. which is what we got the tickets for. Yes. <laughs> and... Uh, it was this whole big deal, and I could tell I could tell from when the house lights went down that this was not going to be a fun time. So they give us this plate of food. That Everyone in the audience got a plate, the same plate of food. Yeah, that, of course, we all thought these are pairings yeah, to taste these whiskeys. It's a plate of food, and it's got like five, like very clearly separate individual things. separate yeah, things. like a little steak thing. There's a little corn mash thing. There was a little uh, coleslaw thing. And then there was something. Oh, there was the the like skewer, the skewer. sausage. And then the center was a little chocolate and um, I don't know, some, something sweet. Toffee. Toffee, yeah. Uh, so nobody eats those for about 15 minutes until someone says, oh, these aren't for pairings. Those are to eat. Like they're they're hors d'oeuvres. We're feeding you. Yeah, and so I I go into mine, and one of the, and I take my little piece of steak. I take a big bite out of it, and what do I bite into? A big fucking nasty blood vessel. And I love steak. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But number one, it's ice cold, ice fucking the, cold. The steak, all the food was ice cold, including the steaks. So biting into this piece of steak and then getting just the immediate taste of blood in my mouth kind of turned me off to eating anything else on that plate for the rest of the night. I don't blame you. I mean, I finished that pe that cold piece of steak, but you didn't bite any blood. No, but I I didn't have yeah. any blood in my mouth. So then they they bring us our little whiskey glasses. They bring us these glasses, and they're dope glasses. This was at the convention center, and I've done been to a couple events there. And the bar, yeah, they're that, like a it was like a wide Glencairn. It's like a super wide Glencairn, yeah. yeah. And so it has a nice little sculpted bottom that is then the the bulb flares out into, and there's about I'd say a dram in there. Yeah, but so, maybe two. So maybe mm, a quarter of an ounce. About a quarter of an ounce. Yeah. yeah. That's that's probably what I put it in. A hundred dollars for a whiskey tasting event, and we got an ounce of whiskey. An ounce of whiskey. A shot, if you will. Not even. Not even. If you if you went to a bar, you'd get two of those in yeah. a single drink. For six dollars, six dollars. So it's just a pit pittance of whiskey, and then mm -hmm. the guy gets up there and he starts just talking, and he just talks and talks and talks, and he's fat. This man clearly put on a lot of weight during the uh, <laughs> lockdown, and he clearly did not get any new suits while he was no, because his that's his good suit. That is his good suit. Yeah, his suit button now. Uh, if you look in, if you've ever like looked at the the guides on how to fit suits, there's a couple of ways that suits fit badly on men. Number one is if the shoulders aren't wide, are either too narrow too, or too yep. wide, and you end up with either these being pulled scrunched up, or they puff out puff anytime out. you move your yep. arm. 
He wasn't that one. He didn't get wider in the shoulders. Number two is if you get wider here in the midsection, and what will happen is the jacket will pull up from the top, and it'll be pulled in from the bottom. Yes. So you end up with this big X out from the button, and this guy is walking around all night with the ties top button button. He could have gotten away with it if he walked up with that and then like just pop the button, yeah, yeah. kind of a little more relaxed. Like, ah, yeah. I'm, just pop the button, man. Yeah. You're too fat to not pop the button, sir. Uh I described. I, I, I said if that button could talk, it would sound like Goku from an episode of Dragon Ball Z. It absolutely would have. It was horrible. <laughs> so he's like giving us the history of bourbon and shit, and and all these president stuff. And uh, I don't, you know, I don't know the time with the presidents and whatnot, but I do know the ABCs of bourbon. Yeah, that it has it has to be American made. It has to be barreled in uh, freshly Fresh charred new American oak. new oak. Yep, has to be. Uh, made uh, 51% or more corn yep. it has to be 40% or more proof out of bottled bottled. And it had, there's a couple other proofs when it gets distilled. It's, it's, 60, it's, it's more the proof numbers. Yeah. Not the uh, ABV, but yeah, it's yeah. the proof numbers. So it has to go in the barrel at like 61, 62%. Yeah. yeah. That shit. Nobody cares about no. it's the corn. The important stuff is because corn, the corn and Oak, that's what yep. you're tasting. And then the proof is, how strong, how strong it's going to be. Yeah. Those are the three. American made is also important, but only in as much as it, once you know that bourbon's American made, you just know that. Yeah. Yeah. So he gives us all this info, all this superfluous information. And then we drink whiskey, right? No, 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 we don't drink whiskey. Then, then he brings up some pre-selected volunteer friend to, of his basically. Yeah. I think like a super fan. Like a two hundred fifty dollar, one of the two hundred fifty dollar super. T- like well, he's, he said, he was uh, from, he, from he was from an Arkansas bourbon bourbon community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a like an acquaintance of his. I don't think he. Well, I guess. Oh yeah, he might he probably was some kind of acquaintance. Yeah. Well, in any case, so he has him smell a bunch of random shit and then describe it while blindfolded. Yeah. And Some of it this very is supposed obvious. to be entertaining to us. Yeah. And unfortunately, I got a shit on a guy that I know here because uh, yeah, we had a yeah. cameraman, right? So it's there's a stage and we're like 30 feet away from the stage. Yeah. And then on either side of the stage hanging up are big uh, projection screens. Yeah. And he's like pulling stuff out to show the audience, but we can't see a fucking thing up there. So ideally what would happen is the cameraman would zoom in on whatever he's holding, but he can't like fast zoom so we can't tell what he's smelling we just have to yep. guess and the audio other audience can't go he's smelling sardines because then the dude will know so he smells stuff and describes wacky things what's that smell like it smells like toe jam and earl my favorite video game <laughs> you know it's just who gives a shit yeah all to prove the point of our eyes inform the way we smell things here's how i would have done that segment mm-hmm do the blindfold thing if you want just to prove your point, mm-hmm. but don't do it with the obvious stuff, right? Do it with here. Here's what you do. You go, here's some of the stuff. Here's some of the notes, the, that people find in bourbon, boom, cherry, wood, all the, you know, fruit loops or whatever. And then here's the things that without your sight, you can't smell. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to go over into you don't know what what bottles these were from. It's more than that, though. To me, it was more than that. Yeah. What I got out of that was tasting's bullshit. Oh yeah. <laughs> because 
Because what he's doing that's is not where I got he's, it. He's but yeah. cutting a half a banana up and then holding it under your nose, and the guy's like, "It smells like applesauce, maybe cherry pie." Um, and then he's what were some of the, he Vaseline? He has him smell Vaseline, yeah. and he told him it, it's like Vaseline's one of the smells that's in whiskeys and, and shit. But what it came down to me is that we don't know what we just we're smelling and going, okay, this smells like this thing. Not, it's not that thing. That's not. So when you say flavor notes, what you're saying is my dumb fuck brain came up with this. Yes. Because whiskey so, is, is or whiskey is grains that have been, uh, fermented, fermented so that they create boiled. alcohol. And then that, that alcohol is then dis, distilled, boiled, distilled out of that mash into yeah. uh into vapor which is then into collected. vapor then condensed and collected uh as alcohol and then poured into uh a wooden a wooden barrel, barrel and aged usually yeah uh that's it there are i mean unless you're drinking a flavored whiskey yeah um those are the flavors those are the flavors so and the, the tasting notes because what they also what it also said was that uh we all smell things differently, right? Yeah. So the thing that I taste in here, you're not tasting in there, but you thus, whenever you see a thing that says like the tasting notes of Jameson are this, you can go, Oh, but none of that fucking matters. Cause that's some fucking retard yeah. with a different life experience yep. or something. So, uh, finally that's over. And finally, finally we get to the point where we can fucking drink this shit. Yeah. So he tells us to he tells us to drink and tells us how to palatize and all this shit, and it it goes from annoying to the smarmiest fuckball shit on the planet. Yeah. The people that do this shit that I can't stand, Uncle Buck. Oh, like that's helping you taste anything. He, he Uncle Buck used to do a sipping and savoring show where he described drinking things. So. Uh, I'm told to start tasting these. So I take, here's the thing about tasting whiskey and here's why it pisses me off that we got a whole fucking ounce, maybe two ounces of whiskey total between four fucking glasses is that the first drink of any, any alcohol tastes like fucking gasoline. Yep. No matter 18 year old McAllen fucking the cheapest, uh, Canadian club rye you could find yeah. first taste. There's the fucking ethanol. The second taste there's the flavor. Yeah. And that's if you don't do any of the, th the cool shit like dipping your fingers in it, rubbing it on the back of your palm, smelling that to get the sense out of it. Can't waste any drop of this shit because I was given fucking none. <laughs> and I realized they didn't want to send anybody home fucking hammered, but Jesus Christ, you're killing me with this. Yeah. Um, so I take my first sip as small as possible. Let it sit against my palate. Tastes pretty good. Take my second sip, let that one actually sit in my palate, push it around my mouth some. Then I take a, a drip of water, drop it in there, and then I'm out of fucking whiskey. Because that's the way you taste whiskey. And I didn't even get to do the fun stuff like rubbing on the back of my hand to waste any. Yeah. Uh, so that's the way you taste whiskey, right? Glass one, empty. Glass two, not as good as glass one, empty. Glass three, I take one drink of it, set it down, I go, that's the Blantons. Because I am a whiskey expert. <laughs> As I can testify from my fucking bar over there, I know everything there is to know about whiskey. And everything there is to know about whiskey is, is it good or is it bad? And I can tell you pretty, pretty definitively, it's good or it's bad. Because I remember you said 
Tim, what did you tell me a couple weeks ago? What whiskey did you want to try? Uh, wild turkey. Yeah, and I said you will not like one wild turkey. Yeah, and specifically wild turkey one hundred and one. And I've heard good things about it. Yeah, I mean, I said, no, nah, Tim, you won't like it. You won't like it because I know I can take. And I put that in my notes. Yeah. I put that in my notes. I can guess your palate based on what of my palate you tried and yeah. what you liked and what you don't like. And I, you I know, in general, what what kind of whiskey do I like? You like uh, you like bourbons. Yeah, and you like them in cocktails. Yes. You don't really care for scotches. You're Not that okay. I've had many. You're okay with with Irish, specifically yep. Jameson and Buskers. Yes, uh, but yeah, mostly Both, bourbons, mostly uh, sweeter bourbons. Sweeter. I like I like sweeter whiskey, including the flavored shit. So, uh, Tim, we one of the whiskeys in this was Wild Turkey 101, which was Tim's lowest rated one. Oh, it's I didn't finish it. Yeah, and I didn't finish the quarter ounce of whiskey of it that they gave me. That was the other thing is that we're leaving and there are all these glasses that still have whiskey in them. Like, what? What were you doing? <laughs> you paid a hundred dollars to not finish your fucking drink. A drink. A drink. Uh, so they third glass. This is great. Fourth mm-hmm. glass, everyone's like, wow, the events is so awesome. I, I loved it. It was my favorite. Hated it. it was fucking hated it. Yep. I almost hated it as much as Wild Turkey. Which is crazy. Yeah. That's that's that, that's where that's when I knew that's when I mean I already knew it was bullshit, but that solidified it. When 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 you drank number four and you were like, nah, I don't I don't like that. In yeah. my, my, my in my mind, I'm just like, how can you not like it? Yeah. It tastes good. Yep. So, so all that, all that happens. And then he goes, all right, here's now. I hope you have whiskey left. What? Tab didn't. <laughs> I'm done. I left. I went to the car. I like, <laughs> fucking sit here and jerk off while you guys finish drinking. And then, cause we're going to, they told us at the beginning of this, we're going to, we're going to vote and there's going to be a trophy for whichever. And I, which I'm pretty sure that was all bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I think they were, there was a, there was a larger social point they were going to try and make. And I'll get to that in momentarily. But uh, so I leave, they, they continue to have people t- taste things. And then the night goes from bad to fucking terrible because then they start to have people come up to describe the way they tasted and defend and tear down their favorite and least favorite bourbons. Yeah. And this went on for about 40 minutes. Sure felt like it. About thirty-five minutes too long. (laughs) Uh, He talked. Maybe it was thirty minutes. Maybe it was thirty minutes. But it was. I mean, he talked for a half hour. We tasted for a half hour, and then we talked for another half hour because we started at six twenty, and we didn't leave there until almost eight. Okay. Yeah. Uh, That makes sense. And six twenty was when the house lights went down. That wasn't when we got there. No. So anyway, um, the people start getting up there and describing these flavor notes and talking about all this shit, and it just becomes so pompous. And one guy who there were, I, and, there were people that yeah. talked multiple times, and they're like, "I'm team, I'm team three, I'm team two, I'm team one, I'm team four. and everybody keeps talking about why this one's better, that one's better, and the yada yada yada. With the idea being that our opinions can be swayed, which I'm sure they could. If I was still drinking whiskey, which I'm not, <laughs> and I haven't been for nearly fifty minutes. So then he keeps doing this thing where he's like, "All right, we uh, one more, and then we'll do we'll we'll vote." I thought I thought it would be like this way. This is the way they should have done it. Yeah, right? the way I would have done it if I were tasting doing this tasting. Right, drink one now, rate it one to ten. Drink two, 
rate it one to 10. Drink three, rate it one to 10. Drink four, rate it one to 10. Okay, now we're going to go back through, pair up the, your, fa- your, your favorites, your least favorites, do this, now rate them all again, and do that a bunch of times, and then you come out with this like nice average graph of yeah. like what the first tasting, what the paired off tasting was, and that kind of shit. Nope, it was just a straight up pick one of the four after we've talked for way too fucking long. It got to the point during that where I started shouting, Yes, and I think I know people thought I was drunk. I was not no, drunk, but of course I-, not. I was just annoyed. It was, I was an ounce of whiskey. That I was still fucking sitting there. Yeah, uh, I started shouting, "Vote, vote!" <laughs> and just like so I started shouting random shit. Yeah, uh, man, there was one guy that got up that had something interesting to say. There was one guy that got up and he kept going like, "Where are you from?" So he asked this one, "Where are you from?" And the guy goes, uh, "Korea." <laughs> He's like, "When did you when did you come here?" Or something along those yeah. lines. He's like, you don't have an accent. And that guy goes, oh, I grew up in Sand Springs. I was adopted. It was <laughs> fucking hilarious. It was great. It was hilarious. It was the highlight the one of the night. highlight, yeah. So then the voting comes along, and they give us this little QR code on the table to vote. And it's it, based on my like reading of the room. Choice four looks like a looks like a, a heavy contender, but it was a heavy. I, I, I granted, given what people were saying, yeah, yeah. So what I think their point was going to be was that it was going to come out where everything was pretty evenly divided. And they're going to be like, look, see, taste doesn't, money doesn't matter. It's you uh-huh. know, it's all it's all subjective, whatnot. But I don't like that. I like I like to I like to push chaos in, and I like to put my thumb on the scale. Yeah. And I like number three, and I knew it was Blanton's. I knew it was an expensive before ass before you said it, before I heard you say it was Blanton's. I it tasted expensive. Yeah. So and I did not like it. So I <laughs> I shared that QR code link to every Discord that I'm a member of, and said vote for number three. And a bunch of people voted for number three. More people voted for number three than were at the event. That's right. There were some 500 votes, and there were not 500 people in that room. About half that in the room. <laughs> yeah. So it comes up. The results come up, and like uh, number one, which was Maker's Mark, had a 23. Uh-huh. Number two, which was Wild Turkey, had like a 13. Uh-huh. And number four had, I think, in the 20s also. And what is number three? Blanton's with 42%. <laughs> Oh, almost, almost a, a total wipeout. I mean, oh, yeah. if it had 51%, that would have been perfect. Uh, and that really just like ended the event. And I took great pride in ruining it for everyone um, because they ruined whiskey for me. I don't think I could ever <laughs> drink it again with that smug, condescending attitude about what is what is and wasn't. I'm not going to, because he kept standing up there and be like, I'm not going to tell you what I taste, but. Uh, but you can buy one of my books later. So then after the event, so it was a hundred dollars each from each of us. Yeah. We, we paid plus fees. So basically 120 bucks each. Yeah. So between the four people, we paid $480 that we were with. And I went and looked up all the whiskeys we tried just to see if, if we were to go buy bottles of these, cause I wanted to know what the, the spread was. I realized Blanton's was the most expensive, but I thought maybe you'd throw in a bookers, which is like 120 yeah. bucks. Yeah. Nope. Makers, uh, I think it was Wild Turkey, which is 30, Makers, which is 40, Terry Bradshaw's Whiskey, which is 50, and then um, the... I, I looked I looked on my own later, 40 bucks at a local place. For Terry Bradshaw's? Yeah. yeah. And then Bland's, $200. 200 bucks. So it's this huge skewed thing to make 
it's like you, you're not even looking at a decent spread. You're looking at whiskeys that are all in the same category and then another one. Mm-hmm. You need to have you need to have a Blanton's and also a little bit of all the, you know, a Blanton's and a Booker's at a fucking Canadian club and something so that these different price ranges are shown. But 30 to 30 to 50 dollars. That's that's basically forty dollar whiskeys. Those are all. That's it's the that's the big mass. All the big mass market names. Yeah. All, when you go to a liquor store, you're looking in that range. That's everything. Yeah. That's bullet. That's four roses. That's Buffalo Trace. That is everything. Jack. It's everything. All uh, the big names. And it's infuriating that our money. So it's like we could have we if we had just pulled all that money together, we could have bought all of those whiskeys. And another expensive one. Yeah. Because we would have $160 left, so we could have bought all those whiskeys, plus probably Booker's and plus Buffalo Trace, had an actual tasting amongst ourselves. And and, leftovers. And leftovers, and had a good fucking time. Instead of sitting and wasting two hours of our fucking lives, we'll never get back. Probably made some of our own steaks that weren't cold and bloody. that weren't cold and bloody. God, I... God damn it. Like, and it's one of those live and learn. I'm not mad at trucking and tucking. I'm not mad at myself, but... It is such a smug prickery. It's like, this is why people go, well, I'm not into whiskey, because they think that that's the way it's... That's, that's, yep. that's their first exposure. Well, I, I am interested in whiskey. I'm going to go to this whiskey tasting. No! Go find a guy who drinks a lot of whiskey and ask him what he thinks is good and have him serve you something off of what he has at his fucking house. Yeah. Oh, God, it's so fucking irritating because it's so smug, and they do, they do it on... These YouTubers do it, and this guy does it as this event, and it's just... Taste is so subjective. They've proven it time and time again through science where they've taken it with wine sommeliers yep. and given them the exact same wine and served them in different glassware or told them different things about them and yep. gotten them to say different things. They've gotten them to rate two buck chuck the same as $500 bottles of wine. And I'm sure they've done it with whiskey too, because it's all just a fucking scam. If you drink, this is the way you should drink something. That's good. I like it. Thank you. Yep. Or, I hate this. <laughs> Would you like another? Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, it depends what kind of night you're having. It is. Well, that's my data and generations. I think I'm having an emotional response to this beverage. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, it is. It's just. It's just infuriating. These people are throwing. I think I could do a better whiskey tasting than this. Yeah. I couldn't do it for 400 people, but I could do it. I could do a, a, I could do 20 people. I, I bet I could call up my favorite bar here in town that's a whiskey bar, say, I'll do a whiskey tasting. We'll sell, we'll sell tickets for 50 bucks. We'll do six, six drinks and bring these people in, talk about things, blind taste test them, and then unleash them in your bar to drink more booze. You don't even have to pay me. All the money goes to the bar to cover the booze and the staff, and then they can tip me. I bet I could call them and I could get, 10, 12 people in there this weekend having a great fucking time and actually drinking and doing the main purpose of drinking, which is to get a fucking buzz on. Yeah. Ah, there wasn't even, I would have, I would have also accepted if there was a bar where you could go get more. Oh yeah. Okay. I drank all my, I drank all my things. Yeah. Here's another $40. Give me another set of booze. Person wearing wristband seven, a you won the bottle of wild Turkey. That would be another great option. Yeah, raffle off the leftover bottles or left a bottle. 
So it's like, oh man, I won the bottle of Blanton's. I got all my money and then some. Can you right. imagine if one of us had won that bottle of Blanton's? Be great. We would have been at John's just getting fucking hammered. <laughs> uh, and it would have been worth it at that point, but yeah. it wasn't. Even if we got the bottle of Terry Bradshaw's, you guys would have had to drink it. I would have. I, I, I loved it. I would have. I would have preferred for you to just. You would have when you went to the bathroom and peed in the toilet. Uh-huh. You would have peed in the cup, and I would have drank that instead. <laughs> Just it's such a smug prickery. It's such a like elitism douchebag thing to do. Oh, I went to a whiskey tasting, and I I knew it was going to be that because you can just go to any bar in the country basically and get a flight. Yeah, I'd like a I'd like and a lot of bars, a lot of whiskey bars specifically, they will have specific flights. Like you go to McNally's and it's like, oh, try our Irish flight, which is a shot of Jameson, Bushmills, Redbreast, and I don't know what the, uh, their other one is anymore but they have that one that you know they'll they'll be like oh bourbon trail and it'll be a bunch of bourbons uh-huh. uh scotch scotch and it'll be like a highlands a lowlands and ela and a space side yeah. yeah you can go do that at any bar and you can ask them to do it blind too where they give you the the numbers they they'll what i when i've done it they'll print out a receipt paper and they'll write one they'll write one two three four on it and they'll put it on the other side, they'll write the names, and mm-hmm. so you'll drink them, and you'll go, okay, and then you flip it over, and you have the names. You Shit. don't know what they are. Big Whiskeys does flights. Like, yes, Big Whiskeys does flights. Alleged like 100-something whiskeys in there. Fuck it. Come to my house. I'll do a flight. Yeah. Suck my penis, <laughs> Michael Finnick. What was his name? Uh, Dax Rendar. Also, also, also. Get your fucking graphics in order. <laughs> if you're going to put graphics on something, you better goddamn well put graphics that are the size of the fucking thing you're projecting on. Because we, Fred Minnick, we did the damn thing. We show up and the, the event starts. They've got just his logo on the on the uh, projection screens. Uh-huh. And then they tr- dissolved to a second logo for some reason. That second logo looks like it was a fucking 640 by 260 image blown up to about a 20 foot projection screen. And it looked awful. Uh-huh. I looked into the JPEG and the JPEG looked back into me, Tim. And then this motherfucker has the audacity to tell you no one can tell you how to taste. He's got five books out there about fucking whiskey and how fucking great he is at tasting it. And not to mention T-shirts and Glen Can glasses and all other kinds of gay fucking shit. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you right in the ass. Fuck you and you're too small of a suit. That's all I got to say about whiskey tastings. Do you have anything more about it? Yeah. uh, When I, I looked up the whiskey I liked the most, the Bradshaw whiskey. I looked it up just to get some more information on it mm-hmm. and to see what the bottle looked like. Hey, I Tim, we got to get you, get you nice and drunk up here without <laughs> my Terry Bradshaw. Uh, so I looked at the page, right? And I'm on the front page of the Bradshaw whiskey. I go down and I see Fred Minnick. I see his name. It was like uh, Bradshaw whiskey is proud to have been uh, proud to have taken second place in Fred Minnick's blind bourbon tasting thing so i click on it and it's a he did like his he did this was late last year Mm -hmm. he did a some big on like youtube live stream of a blind bourbon tasting right and he and it was just linked it was time stamped exactly where he wanted it where he was where he he goes all right and in at number two it's a whiskey that uh to be honest if you to be honest with you i i made fun of when i heard about it 
I thought it was just going to be a quick crack, you know, cash grab. And there wasn't going to be, you know, any authenticity to it, but he's like, blah, yada, yada. It was Bradshaw whiskey. Mm -hmm. He he picked it as his number two. For uh, him personally. Him personally. He was doing like his top 10 uh, blind bourbon tasting thing. Yeah. He picked it as his number two. He was, he was wearing the same coat. Yeah. But he was a lot Uh, thinner. I, he was sitting down. So it was a little harder to tell. Uh. But he was also wearing that. He was wearing a dumb ascot. Oh God, we made it about. We were about an hour in before I realized he was wearing an ascot, and I was like, "This was a huge mistake. This was a huge mistake." And then, 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 this motherfucker has the audacity to take his after party to the fucking Mayo. Mm. Tim, where have I never mentioned a drinking in, in this town? Not the Mayo. Not the fucking Mayo. You know why? Because they got a shitty selection of whiskey. Really? Yeah. You want whiskey in Tulsa? You go to Indigo, McNelly's, Kilkenny's, Valkyrie. Uh, those are those are the big four in downtown. Probably, probably could have gone to Big Whiskey's. Kilkenny's is a little outside of downtown. Big Whiskey, yeah, but it's more corporate. These are these are like yeah, well, but what I'm saying, Indigo's corporate too. Yeah, but but for whiskey. Like you said, Mayo has the shittiest selection of whiskey. Yeah, it has like th- three or four. I mean, yeah. it's pathetic. Have a better time in big whiskeys. Oh, fucking uh, the Tulsa Club has a huge whiskey selection. I haven't been there yet. Title and Abstract has a big whiskey selection. Uh, Bull in the Alley has, but that, that Title and Bull are more food based. Bull's, yes. Bull's a, a restaurant. At Title. Title, yeah. you can get treated as a bar, but fucking, nope, gonna go over to the Mayo. What a tool. If he had walked into Indigo, I'd have asked him to leave. Sir, I'm going to need to ask you to leave. Bartenders, I want this man to leave. Like, uh, This is his bar. You need to leave, mm-hmm. sir. They might have done it. Might have. I should have thrown that other person we ran into out, out of there. <laughs> oh, that, oh, hey, it's great to that'd see be you. A Why great don't you goof. get the fuck out of my bar? <laughs> that'd be a great goof. That would be. Yeah. It'd be totally worth it. Uh, anyway. Well, Tim, what is your uh, first issue this week? Uh, here's what I don't get. Uh, always connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess my brother was in town, and uh, I don't know why. And I think this started a little bit before he came in town. I've just been leaving my phone places where I don't have access to it. Makes it a lot easier. It's not. It's completely untempting when it's like in the kitchen it, and you're in the living room. That's the thing is like when I, cause eventually it'd be like two hours, two, three hours later, I'd be like, I don't even, I don't even have my phone on me. Where did I leave it? Oh, I left it in my room or I left it in the kitchen. Um, and I've really been enjoying that. I, I wish I could do that. I was thinking, because when I was thinking about having this as an issue, I was like, man, you can't do that anymore. Yeah. I have to. So I did this on Saturday. I sent this message out to my entire contacts list, and then I sent an email to the people that most often need to get to me. And I said, you know, just said, I'm going to be out of the office. I am going to be, my phone's going to be off. I'm going to be away. And my personal cell phone is probably going to be without service most of tomorrow. I will be back in sometime tomorrow evening and I will get you anything you need then. Yeah. And I put my phones on silent and I I put the, the work phone in my backpack and my backpack in the trunk of the car because I wasn't going home. And I kept my personal phone on me just in case. But 
pretty much walked away from it. And then Sunday we drove out to Blue Hole and there's no uh, date internet out there, yeah. no mobile internet. So it's nowhere. I hadn't, I had no, not even a temptation to go look at my phone because yeah. it's like, I know there's nothing on there that I can do. It's, it's a, it's this level of bullshit that we've come to accept as important. Mm-hmm. Like this morning I checked, Hey, you know, I got, I had, I had two things. They were the exact same thing. One was an email. One was a notification of the exact same yep. thing, right? Your Amazon item has shipped. Yeah. So the Amazon item I pre-ordered that comes out today. Shipped today. Shipped today. Even though it's supposed to be here today. Well, it, 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 it was, it's, it said it has shipped and will be here today. Oh, okay. D- did I really need, need to know that? To know that? Yeah. Versus just showing up and it being there. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, that's there's more than just that too. I mean, it's all, all of our most of our connection anymore too is being harassed by stuff we don't want. Yep, spam emails, spam yes. texts, spam calls. And it's like, why am I carrying around this thing? To When's be the last time harassed? you looked at an email that wasn't for work, right? Your mm-hmm. personal email. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you clicked on an email? Well, I click on them all the time just to clear them out, but most of the time they're. Well, I mean, I mean, click on them to go in and read it. Because when I see the notification, I just, I'll, if I don't care for it, I just swipe. I can't tell you. I mean, I, I did look at one today, but it's, it had a tracking number in it. So I opened it, clicked the tracking number, and then yeah. saved that separately. Uh, yeah, we our life is entirely too connected. And our, everything is connected to everything else. Yep. So everything knows about like where you've been and what you're doing. It, yeah, it, you go somewhere and you... Check your phone afterwards and Google will say, hey, did you like that place? You want to answer some questions about the <laughs> Tulsa Convention Center? No. Do you want to answer some questions about Fred Minnick or Blanton's Bourbon? Maybe. Dear Blanton's Bourbon, make more so people don't charge me up the ass for it. Thank you, please. <laughs> Blanton's is all a, uh, it's a, uh, it's forced rarity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not it's not forced. It's just that they're a small distillery. They don't have Buffalo Trace money to keep constantly expanding. Yeah, but also they they there was there's a there was a point where there where everyone Blanton's is, was the hot shit and they're like, "Yeah, we'll um we just keep on making two barrels a year or whatever it is they do." Well, yeah. Anyways, um yeah, I I'm I'm just going to and I've, I've slowly been doing this over time and, uh, I can put into words why now, like, like discord, mm-hmm. I am, I do not stay logged in to discord on my phone anymore. It sucks having to log in every time, but it beats having the, the bleep bloop of messages all the time. Yeah. Um, I have a tablet that I use for reading. It's an Android tablet. It's a pretty nice one. I think it runs. It's faster than my phone is. Yeah. I don't have my emails on my. I don't have my emails on there. I don't have uh, Facebook or Instagram or any of that shit yeah. on there. That is my reading tablet. Yep. I can go. I can, if I really want to, I can open up a Chrome browser and look something up. 
But other than that, it's my reading. I don't even have like Spotify on there in case I wanted to listen to music while I read. I'll, it's already on my phone. I'll use that. That's what I do with mine. Mine too is I don't have any of that that shit on there. That's a, that's why I wanted a work phone. That's why I bought a work or yeah. had a work phone done before they got me an official one because my phone was just a mess with text messages. Like if I don't have a call tomorrow, I there's no reason for this to be on. Yep. And with my work phone now, I scheduled a do not disturb that starts at nine p.m. Yeah. and stops at nine a.m. So if someone for some reason, my phone will be on. The ringer will be on all the time, Monday through Friday, or Sunday, all seven days a week, nine to nine. Yeah. After that, the ringer goes off. And if I think to look over at it and see that there's like a little notification dot, oh, you got an email, you got a text message, I'll click on it and see what it is, see if it's something that I is, I'm fine with bothering. Otherwise, I'll pick it up at nine in the morning. You know, this morning I got up early, and I rep- responded to a message that I had gotten from somebody. And the person replied back and said, just so you know, I don't expect you to, you know, reply to messages before uh, 8 a.m. or something. And I was like, no, my phone said to do not disturb from nine to nine. And I was awake and I I I opted to check the phone, not the phone making me check it. This is great. I I don't know if you can tell. I have the LED on my phone. That's how I know I have I have this one has the LED, too. This is great. This I did. This wasn't here before I turned the phone on a, a minute ago. Um, I have an email. Oh, another another email just popped in. Uh, here we go. Delivered. My Amazon order was delivered. Great. I would have known that. Uh, later. Uh, another email from Apple. In case I want to save on a Mac or iPad for college. Oh God, I hate those. Um, a Twitter notification. So and so liked your tweet. Uh, it, it's a hey, read this from this. Oh, that's even person worse. you follow. Like I, I already, I already follow them. Yeah, I'll see it when I'll I log see it. In. Yeah, yeah. yeah this, when I Instagram, I turned off all notifications from Instagram. I turn off pretty much every app. Just has yeah. notifications turned off. Twitch streamer is live. And Amazon shopping delivered. The Amazon packages, I'm okay with the notification on. Of course. Uh, Just so I'm aware of what time it got there. And then I can know to keep an eye on the cameras if there's motion. Yes. But I wonder if there's a, there'd be a way to automate that, right? Where maybe I don't get, maybe I don't get the Amazon notification, but at that point, the camera notifications turn back on the, so my cameras, they detect motion. They post up a, a yeah. notification. I can go look at the video. And 99 times out of 100, it's a car driving by or the wind blowing a the tree. trees and yeah. making the shadows yeah. look funny. But then every so often, it's like a delivery being made or someone walking in and out of the house or someone walking up to the house to do something. I don't know what. Uh, but most of the time, like I don't need to see that. Not you know, I'm I'm home, so unless someone's like vandalizing my car, I don't give a shit. But it's on camera. Um, with Amazon packages, though, it'd be nice if I could say, "All right, when this Amazon Amazon don't notify me, notify notify my cameras, and then cameras after you after you've gotten this notification, and then maybe I'll push a button when I get home to set it back to normal. Uh-huh. After you get this notification." start popping notifications onto my phone. So then the first motion, I'm like, oh, I guess my Amazon package is there. 
duh. And also, okay, it doesn't look like anybody's walking up to the house to steal something. Or your phone should know, right? Uh, Amazon package delivered. Phone, uh, you know, uh, camera sensed motion. Both notifications came in at four oh four p.m. Yep, that's the same thing. It, it, it should be, you know. Oh, these two things are related. It's probably the same thing. Dismiss. Yeah. I the my my cameras. There, you can use them as motion detectors for the lights. So I had my front porch light set up with the camera so that if there was motion at night, the front porch light would turn on. Yeah. And then after five minutes, it would turn off. And so I get the motion that set off the turning the light. That would be a, a notification. And then the light turning itself off again, that would also be a notification. Like, why can't you cross-reference and go, oh, I turned this light off. That's why this camera saw something. Yeah. Because they are connected together. They're connected inside the settings. They're to, talking to each other. To talk to one yeah. another. But they're only talking in one direction. Like, you don't need to record the lights turning off every time the lights turn off. Yeah. And but no, I mean I I think there are people that thrive in that. They like the concept pinging and binging of their phone because it keeps the dark thoughts from getting in. <laughs> oh God, I'd hate to have to think about the things that are happening in my life. Please, my Fred Minnick, get up there and tell me for forty minutes about how all the presidents did different things with alcohol, and that's why we have the things we have today. Please, please, Fred Minnick. Otherwise, I have to sit here and contemplate my life while I drink like every other person on the face of the planet. Yeah. Uh, not this phone and not the phone I had before this, but two phones ago, I used that do not disturb mode a lot. Yeah. This one has flipped to do not disturb where if you set it face down and I actually go don't know if, I mean, I see, I think it's built into Android these days. Yeah. I don't like that though. Cause there's a lot of times where I just pull my phone out and set it down and I'm not, like, I'm, I'm not, you didn't mean it. to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do not disturb. Oh yeah, it does. Uh, but the one, I used it when I was in college because I because I had my whole because my phone knew my schedule. You could pro, you program a schedule into it. Yeah. So I just programmed all my class schedules into it so that two to whatever it wasn't pinging off the whole time. I mean class. Oh, I, I preferred that. My phone was the opposite. It was set sure. to vibrate ninety nine percent of the time. <laughs> the other funny thing is, we hear the notifications from my phone in our ears before it hits the phone. Too, yes, because everything's connected. Uh, no, I preferred that in class. I like my phone going off. I would set it to ring while in class and outside yeah. class. I mean, vibrate because I don't fucking hear that. But I'd be there at the back. Sure. Of the, na, 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 na. Is that someone's phone? Na, 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 na. Oh, yeah. I think that's my phone. Na, 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 na. Are you going to get yeah. that? Na, 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 but I was always yeah, in. Yeah, I guess I should. Na, 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 na. Dude. Hello? <laughs> no, sorry. I can't talk. I'm yeah. in class. I'm in class at college. <laughs> yeah. No, no. U.S. history. Yeah. Yeah, 9 to 10.30. Yeah. All right, talk to you later. Bye. Or, sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, 9 to 10.30. What was that? No, I don't want a trip to Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't need my car's extended warranty figured out. Yeah. We got a guy good on that for this, this morning on uh, one of the commentaries we did. Which one was that? That was... Uh, that was the the Chrome skull. The late to rest, yeah. yeah. Oh boy. 
We need to go back. I wish we'd go back to the simpler time of the internet. More and Me more too. Every day. It's like, ah. Like, knowing, like, that Amazon package delivery notification can be useful. Mm-hmm. Was useful today. I mean, the only way that could have been useful is, is if I get home and, no, you never got a package. I saw a great meme this week that was like a guy and it's like in 2010, well, I can use this cool smartphone to access the web and talk to all my friends. And I was like, I can look into this nightmare rectangle and see the slow de- collapse of the world, entire world. Yeah. Yep. That's what it is. The people, God, do you remember when you were in school and you see, you don't have the ESPN app, I assume. The ESPN app? Yeah. No. Yeah, me either. I don't know why I would. Uh, if you're in sports for some reason, but I'd, oh, okay, okay. I'd be in I, see, class I see where you're going. People would not turn their phones off and yep. then you'd hear like ESP, the ESPN tone, which I can't sing to you. Yeah. That would play and it would play out of like five or six people's phones at once. It's like, what possible sports news could you yep. need to have instantaneous updates on? Like, well, LeBron James going to be in space jam too. I, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Like what, what possible news could be that? Like, I get it. I get you're interested in sports news yeah. and you want to have the news on your phone. Totally get that. Sure. You're like, oh, I'm uh, sitting here at the doctor's office for five minutes. What's going on here on the ESPN news? LeBron James is going to be in Space Jam 2 and he hates white people. That's incredible. Uh, but you need, you need up to the minute updates like, duh, 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 duh. holy fuck, the, <laughs> the coach of the Steelers just said the N word on the view. Whoa. Nobody cares. And people do that with, like, all of these apps do nothing but make us unhappy. Yeah, yeah. All of them. But Amazon Amazon kind of makes you happy. It's like, ah, stuff. Well, because stuff is... stuff. Yeah. But for the most part, the all these apps do is make you unhappy. It's like, hey, here's news about how everything in the world is terrible. Hey, here's news about how all your friends are doing more interesting things uh-huh. in their lives. Hey, here's news about how uh, your the specific choices that you made in your life have led you to become more poor than you were last year. Mm-hmm. You're just like, ah, oh, this is a fucking nightmare. Why, <laughs> why am I subscribed to this shit? Because you're stupid. That's why. And but we we're we're all signed up for it. We're all like feeding into it. People yeah. are getting their Facebook the Facebook note. I gotta get that dopamine. What if what if someone likes my post? Like, oh, your ex-girlfriend is dating a guy with a bigger penis than you. Like, ah, awesome. Was, uh, I, I did. I, sometimes you can play that to your advantage, though. Yeah. Because we ran into, so we we're at we're at my favorite bar in Tulsa, Hotel Indigo. My bar. I'm I'm in very good terms with all the staff. Yes. I have to say, I'm back, at, I'm back close to square one, though. You kind of are, yeah. Dude, it sucks. <laughs> uh, head bartender's still there, though, yeah. so... I'm I'm always I'm always good as long as she's there. When she leaves, I'm, I may be done. Maybe. Uh, so anyway, we're we're there hanging out, and someone walks out on the balcony past us and goes and stands somewhere else. And and Tim goes, <laughs> "You will not guess who just walked in." And I said, "I was like, uh, I I don't know who." And he goes, "Fucking bitch." That's what we called her in high school. <laughs> Fucking bitch. <laughs> It was a term of endearment. Yeah. Believe it or not. I gave terrible nicknames to everybody in high school. <laughs> you did. They were all <laughs> vaguely like that. Fatty loser, fucking bitch. Uh, girl's first name, Sluts Camp. I mean, yeah. terrible, terrible nicknames for people. Uh, one guy's name got shortened to a, uh, shortened to a mispronunciation of his own name. Yeah. He started getting called Queese instead of <laughs> his actual name. <laughs> 
All me. Yeah. Uh, there was one guy who we called Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> All me. I don't yeah. know how I did it. And people would try and hit me with nicknames, and they would never stick. Nope, never stick. I don't know. I'm immune to nicknames. Yeah. I don't know why. Um. Anyway. And I'm like, oh, I gotta go say something because yeah. because my high school sweetheart and I, when that hall, when all that that went down, yeah. like a decade ago, uh, everybody chose sides and yep. nobody chose my side, which was unfortunate, <laughs> but it was what it was. But I know that I know that there's they've, they're still friends because none of those people ever expanded out. No, no. And I was like, this is a perfect opportunity. <laughs> so I go over and say, hey. Yeah, we had, and she's like, "Oh, we haven't talked in all these years." Like, yeah, we haven't talked because you just fucking completely ended our friendship because yeah. you chose that the friend who lived closer to you, yeah, uh, which was a small and petty thing to do. <laughs> and we chatted for a few minutes, and I got told about how great I look and all this shit. And then I went inside to get another drink, and I was, and the bar has a big glass window, and I can see through. And yeah. I, I knew I went and had that conversation because I knew the second I walked away, it would be thrown out. Sure enough, I walk around, I look out that window, and the phone's out, and I'm like, I'm using the hate rectangle to my own petty advantage. <laughs> Uh, and then I went back and sat down with you guys and yeah. had a great ride. And then we ran into more high school people. It was oh, yeah, crazy. That was, that it was, was a fucking <laughs> alumni night downtown. Yeah. It was Which, I mean, uh, uh, it was earlier, it was the day before. That was also the people, you, the guy you ran into. Uh, no, no, no. He's from college. Well, he's from. No, but yeah, but different. Yeah. I knew him too. Yeah. 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 Uh, but you went to the college. I just worked there. Ah, uh, Whatever. Yeah, it was crazy. Crazy alumni night and Saturday Saturday night in downtown Tulsa for us. Um anyway. Yeah, I don't know why we're always connected. I I remember I remember years ago my the girl and I there I were dating. It was spring break when we were in college and so we took a rented a cabin in Disney, Oklahoma, which is the middle of fuck nowhere. Nowhere. And it was this nice little secluded cabin on some land surrounded by trees that you could walk down into the uh, drain flow, um, whatever the flood area is below this dam. Uh, There's some cool like rock formations and water and shit. And so we rented this cabin and we went hiking and it had a hot tub and we turned, we pulled in, you know, GPS to the thing yep. and we turned our phones off, off. Yeah. and put them in the um, center console of the car. And we didn't touch them again until uh, five days later when we yeah. got back in the car to drive away and discovered that uh, they were both pretty close to dead because we didn't charge them on the drive. No. And then, so they were depleted and then they were just off. And I guess they still kind of consume, but I was at like 20% battery and it plugged it in and charged it and it made it the rest of the way home. Yeah, we, 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 we do the mind trick where we're like, I can't turn my phone off because what if yeah. there's an emergency or what if this, what if that? And and for some of us, that is true. Like there are people that have that. And my job is to that, that to an extent it, at certain times. Yeah, yeah. Like tonight... I do have to be somewhat cognizant of my phone because at 11 a.m. tomorrow, I need crew to be somewhere. If one of those people calls me at night and is like, I got in a car accident or yep. I got sick or whatever, I've got to be able to I got to be able to solve that as quickly as possible. So more heads up is better. But, you know, Monday night there was there wasn't a call. The call was Wednesday. So Monday night, I can just it like it's can sit silent and sit there and I'll go to bed. No big deal. Yep. Uh, 
and and I think I think my job is like the end of it, right? As far as jobs go where you have to be accessible, my job is like the lowest on that list of needing to be accessible at all times. Almost at all times. Yeah. I mean I'm almost all times. And then but below me, like you just you, you just, don't you need to take time for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like watch watch a movie. Yeah. Watch a movie. Watch it. Don't fucking play on Facebook or Instagram or fucking read the IMDb trivia. Yeah, who, who was that guy? Yeah, and he yeah. was in this and yeah, that's right. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah, they, oh, that guy is in that movie. That's right. Yeah, that's one Whoa, of the, that was a twenty three million dollar movie. Huh? I never. Would. I think I'm oh. the most guilty of this at at movie night. But I do think we make a concerted effort to like actually watch the movie even if we're watching sure. it just to shit all over it while we're watching it together yeah. that, that's still better than better than being invested in the phone anyway that's a great issue tim and uh you know i, I want to help you by doing this for you there you go thanks yeah now your mic's no longer connected you don't have to feel like you're connected well, that brings us to the Miller episode, which means it's time for... This episode is brought to you in part by the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, I hope you had, I hope you enjoyed your microphone break there, Tim. You're disconnected from the microphone break. Thank you. Uh, our first news story comes to us um, today from... Uh, Across the pond over in Edinburgh. Yeah, you pronounce it right. Congratulations. Uh-huh. Uh, a mother was left in tears and in shock after a confrontation with a local Aldi cashier in Edinburgh. She was shopping with her children when uh, they got into an argument over the speed of his scanning. Scanning items at checkout. He was scanning too fast. He was scanning too fast. This Chad of a cashier Mm -hmm. was doing his damnedest to get this lady in and out in a timely manner, and she threw a fit over it. I got to go tell you, Tim, you're going to be surprised. I'm team lady. You team lady? I'm team lady. I don't don't shop at Aldi Uh for a few reasons. Yeah. Number one, fuck your quarter cart bullshit. That, yeah. Number two, fuck your no bag, cheap ass uh, food stamp people bullshit. Uh And number three is fuck your lazy piece of shit cashiers. Timmy, you ever been to Aldi? Yeah, I have. What's one thing? Do you you know? Do you notice the thing that I notice about Aldi cashiers that no other cashier anywhere in the fucking world? I, I don't think so. Aldi cashiers sit in a chair. Tim, when you worked at Toys R Us, did you sit in a chair? Uh, when I was on break. Yeah. When I were at, and none of the retail jobs I've ever worked, ever, have I ever tr- sat down. I'm trying to think of a retail job where you can work, where you can just sit in a chair. There isn't one. No. Uh, there is not one. Even like closed counters, right? Even if the counter is closed mm-hmm. and you can't go behind the counter or you like, you know, there's a wall right behind you I mean, you're standing up the whole day. Yeah. The, the everywhere uh, there is, I don't know. I'm not necessarily for it, for that aspect of it, but uh-huh. it's just, this is the thing that I noticed about Aldi. And to me, it speaks to a laziness and a, and a 
you know, there's that episode of Seinfeld where the security guard is standing the whole time and George gets in a rocking chair and he's like, look, he'll be able to get up. And then at the end of the episode, we see him yeah. them getting yeah. robbed and him asleep. There is just something to, you know, one of the, so we went to this whiskey tasting and it's at, it was at a facility that I do work with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it was not only that, but there were people that I, from my main facility who were there and I ran into him and we were talking and one of them said, regarding the biggest show of the year, he said, you know, every time I saw you, you were out and walking around and talking to people and checking on things. I haven't really seen that before. It, like, very clearly, you were you were doing your job. You know, I guess past people in my position, uh-huh. I spent a lot of time sitting and not working. Work, and it's not... I'm not doing labor. No. But what I am doing is making sure that everyone is doing what they're supposed to be doing. You're making sure the labor gets done. Yeah. And nothing is like being done unsafe. And the only way to do that is to be in the room. Yeah. Now, obviously, there's some stuff. Sometimes you have to sit down and do computer stuff. Yeah. And it sucks. But that's that's just part of the way the life works, I guess. But, you know, to me, that was a big compliment is that I was putting in an effort that I guess other people didn't. So anyway, all the cashiers, they sit down and and they suck at what they do because they sling your shit across the scanner. So they like position the basket on the other side of their scanner and they are just like, boop, boop, and they fling it across the scanner and into your basket. Anything delicate like vegetables, eggs, uh, anything... You don't want landing on top of something else. Uh-huh. You, bread. You don't can't put the bread in first because they won't. They won't think to put it in the seat. They will just zip that fucker into the basket and then zip a watermelon right up on top of it. Well, apparently. So I'm all with this lady because they do just yeah. fucking fling my food like it's garbage. That's the way that when I'm going through the, the fridge and like this is trash, I'm just trash, 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 trash. Yeah. This is my food that I'm going to eat. <laughs> Would you throw your bell peppers just in, just fucking slam dunk? like LeBron James dunking on white people after pretending to read for his fucking post-show press conference? No, you would not. You would handle them with some little fucking care, so why don't you do me the same courtesy because I am fucking paying for you to sit in that fucking chair! Apparently, the flinging is Aldi uh, policy. Policy. Evidently. And this guy is trying to be the best Aldi cashier ever because... uh, Onlookers said that eventually huge towers of products were piled up as the uh, mother was frantically reaching to pack her bags as quickly as possible. Uh, She said then he could see my struggle. And when a tin can finally fell, I began crying and shaking. I knelt to the floor while trying to pick the food up while simultaneously trying to watch my children. I asked him to please stop scanning uh, more food. And he felt, and it felt like he was throwing the items at me. Yeah, I'm sure it did. But I'm pretty sure there's a bagging area that's not there at the stand. Yeah. Uh, She says she received a blunt and aggressive response. And as the cashier accused her of, quote, not packing quickly enough and dubbed her a liar for her accusations. uh, Then another worker took over and diffused the uh, situation. This dude seems like an asshole. He really does, doesn't he? Yeah, I'm team lady, 100%. Hashtag team lady. They do. They fucking fling your shit. I hate going there. I will not go to Aldi. I've been dragged by like a couple of times. I've been there a couple of times and it just seems like, uh, everything's cheap off brand garbage. It's, it's like if Trader Joe's was really bad. Mm -hmm. 
because Trader Joe's, their whole thing is like, we make most of our stuff yep. on our own. And usually that sounds bad, but Trader Joe's seems to have, at least the people that like it, like it, right? Uh, you like their green dragon hot sauce. That's good shit. Uh, You're welcome for that. Yeah. I haven't had that in years. Really? I just don't go to Trader Joe's very often. Um, we'll have to run you by Trader Joe's. Uh, well, our second news story comes to us from Georgia, sweet Georgia. Uh, officials in one Georgia county are considering placing a limit on dollar stores. Uh, this is Doherty County. Uh, some of the Doherty County commissioners pushed back during a recent meeting when presented with a zoning request to approve a new Dollar General store at an intersection where there's already a family dollar store across the street. Oh, this is your Me Too stores. Yeah, Me Too stores. Uh uh, they're concerned that these stores are taking up space that could go to higher quality stores, such as supermarkets, supermarkets that sell fresh food. Um, they're not. They also worry that the dollar stores have a business model that preys on poor neighborhoods. <laughs> I don't get, I don't understand the hate <laughs> against these stores because they act like if the dollar store wasn't there, that, you know, Reesers or Winco is going to move in. They're not. They don't want to be there's in There's not going to be there's not going to be a Whole Foods on every corner if there's not a Dollar no. General. Yeah, it preys on the poor community by letting them buy shit. By letting them buy shit somewhere that's close enough to walk there. Yeah. Like uh Truckin' and Tuckin' lives near a Dollar General. Yeah. You live near one of them. Uh, there used to be two of them and one of them went out of business. Yep. And the area, not your neighborhood uh kind of Truckin' and Tuckin's neighborhood though. Yeah. Um the the areas nearby are lousy. Yes, the, there was there's one. I mean, every one that I can think of. The neighborhood I used to live in, we were really close to a Dollar General, and our neighborhood was fine. But the neighborhood on the other side, of, yeah, because uh, we have the pockets, Thirty First Street. That was where it really turned to shit. And these people had there, and the apartments. There were apartments right by there too. Yeah. Uh, these people have to have somewhere where they can buy food quickly and yeah. easily, <laughs> and. Walmarts aren't moving in there. Reesers isn't moving in there. Whole Foods isn't moving in there. So what your your proposal is to just say, fuck you guys, you get nothing. Yeah. Versus, well, maybe if there's a Dollar General and a Family Dollar, there'll be a little bit of competition and prices will go down. But now you're just ensuring that Family Dollar gets all that business and the new grocery store never arrives. Mm-hmm. And it pisses me off because these are the these are the stores that are willing to service these areas. Yeah. They're willing to take the risk. They should be fucking applauded. You should be giving them tax breaks to be there. <laughs> rather than fucking Reesers doing a, a five-year inquest into whether or not it can open a, a grocery store in North Tulsa. Yeah. Spoiler alert, it can't. They fucking steal. Ugh. Irritating. Uh, well, our next news story is a follow-up to uh, one of last week's issues. Okay. Uh, federal safety regulators are investigating at least 11 accidents involving Tesla cars using autopilot or other self-driving features that specifically crashed into emergency vehicles when coming upon the scene of an earlier crash. Yeah. The uh, seven of these accidents resulted in 17 injuries and one death. I think I know who the one death is. Yeah. I think it's a wife of a dickhead. Really? Yeah. Huh? Uh, all of them had the self-driving autopilot feature or the traffic aware cruise control engaged as they approached the earlier crashes. Uh, 
This is all between January of 2018 and July of 2021. Yeah. Across nine different states. I seem to remember a dickhead talking about his wife being killed in the Tesla and it drove itself underneath a fire truck. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm Uh, I'm 90% sure that that is the story that I recall. uh, Well, I just found a picture of a Tesla underneath a fire truck. So... (laughs) Maybe someone can someone can confirm if I'm right or not. I don't want to say any names. And no, but you, you were. Wrong. I mean, would I don't you, remember his name. Would you know this the area mm, specifically? Maybe Pacific Northwest. It's got the actual place in there. Oh yeah, maybe that might be it. Actually, uh, crazy. Um, the National Transportation Safety Board. Uh, which is a different agency uh, that also investigates plane crashes and other fatal accidents found autopilot partly to blame in the 2018 fatal crash in Florida that killed a Tesla driver uh, police in a Houston suburb. So there was no one in the driver's seat of a Tesla. They crashed and killed two people earlier that earlier uh, this year. Um, uh, Tesla is denying that charge. Of course. But their vice president of vehicle engineering confirmed in April that uh, Tesla's adaptive cruise control was engaged and accelerated to 30 miles per hour before that car crashed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, fire trucks I've driven under? Uh, 15. 15 is right. Yeah, you nailed it. All in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> hey, did you hear the great news? Speaking of news. The remasters. The remasters of GTA Three, Vice City, and and San San Andreas. Andreas. Uh, From the the leak I saw, said that they look like they're not like they're not they're not remakes. Yeah, right. They're not going to look like they're just replacing all the models. Yeah, they said the 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 ones that I read it said it looked they look like very heavily modded version of the original games. Yeah, that'll be dope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, we have one last news story. This is going to be a quickie. Um, Massachusetts representative Ayanna Presley. Mm-hmm. Um, she is, she has been one of the most prominent advocates for canceling rent during the scamdemic. Um, she just evicted a tenant quote. We must cancel rent, extend, extend eviction and foreclosure moratoriums, provide rental assistance and offer legal representation for those at, at risk of eviction. She said, uh, in a December, 2020 tweet, uh, well, um, her annual financial disclosure shows that she, she and her husband made thousands of dollars in rental income last year. Oh, so she just continued to collect rent. Yeah. yeah. While while telling everyone that they should stop. Yeah. Yeah. Because can you imagine that if you if that was you or the, the, she was? Well, I'm sure she has a there's an intermediary. But if you found out she was your landlord and she's uh-huh. spewing this bullshit, but then you're still paying rent. Kind of makes you want to go into do go on a Minecraft spree if you know what I mean. Mine some geodes. I don't understand Minecraft talk, but yeah. I I, <laughs> the, the, I can guess by the tone of the your whiskey chasing. The guy was like, "Yeah, we became a more civilized society and we stopped tarring and feathering people." And I was like, "And that's where you, the United States started to go wrong." <laughs> no, we should stop doing that. We should have been tarring and feathering people. Uh, Gerald Ford should have been tarred and feathered every day. For just being a fuck up. Uh, well, anyway, this has been Ricada News Network. Is definitely not fake news.
Well, it takes care of our legal obligations this week, but you know it doesn't take care of what? upgrading our servers in Minecraft. So if you want to <laughs> help us do that, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. We have our $2 tier. We throw the random shows we do here and there. We have our $5 tier. We do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. We drop the hate and talk about what's great. We have our $10 tier where you, the fans, submit a film. You vote on what film we watch, and we watch and record a feature-length commentary. And I don't... I should actually... I haven't checked that because I've been so busy in the last week. Uh, it's the same five from last week. Top Secret, Reanimator, Buck Breaking, preferably with Uncle Buck. The Comey Rule... Is that... Yeah. Comey Rule and Lost in Space, 1998. Uh... So the open up the voting for those here pretty soon, and you'll be able to get your vote on, and we'll watch one of those and record a feature in commentary. And then finally, we have our $50 Spike Producer tier, where you get a say in the show. You can demand a guest. You can ask for special bonus episodes, special commentaries. Anything you want us to try and do, we will try and do it. Um, we've actually had two people now do do that via Cash App or Venmo directly instead of yep. doing a, it through Patreon. And I think we're willing to accept that. Just hit me up and I'll tell you what those links are. I think one of them is dollar sign. I think cash app is dollar sign T a Bert I B I R T and Venmo is at T Bert B I R T. And, uh, you can send them there if you just want to do one at a time. We'll do them. Uh, we did, we did a commentary of Frozen this morning with my sister. Yeah. Because she was the target demo when it came out. And uh, she didn't have much to say. She just giggled, mostly. Yeah. Uh, and then we also did Laid to Rest for Jay. The first one was for Chris Webb and then Laid to Rest for Jay today. So those will be out soon. But, uh, yeah, thank you to all our patrons. Big, small. Over the table, under the table, however you like it, yep. we do it, and we really, really do appreciate it. And get your spite requests in, and we'll try and get them done. I, there's been another one to get. So Fred used his spite producer power to kick someone from the Discord, uh -huh. and another spite producer has asked to bring that guy on as a guest on the show. So I need to reach out to him this week and see if we can get, get him on the show. Weird. Yeah. It's, the spite works both, both ways, too. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's get back to some issues. Here's what I don't get. The illusion of stock. So I do a lot of my shopping online because yeah. I'm yeah. fucking lazy. And also because you can't find shit in stores anymore. Yeah. Um, and what I love, you you witnessed this today. I, what I love is when I search for a thing and I search for a very specific thing. And all these sites are like, well, we need to make it look like we have 10,000 items. So let's just inject a bunch of shit. that's not even fucking close to what he wants. That'll be great, right? Yeah. So I was looking today. I've got this keyboard here, this wireless keyboard, and uh, it sucks. It's a Logitech. It's a membrane keyboard, and it makes me want to smash my head into a pole. So I was like, I really want to get a new uh, mouse and keyboard with mechanical switches, but I want it to be wireless because I don't want to clutter up the table. We reworked the whole table last week after yeah. the show. It's all it's a lot cleaner now. Everything's running. It's like two wires that go into the computer. It's great. So so I want to. I need it to be a mouse and keyboard, and I want it to be mechanical switches, and I want it to have a number pad because I need. There are a few things that I do that the number pad works for. So I search for in Amazon, 
wireless mechanical keyboard. And it comes up with all these mechanical keyboards, including the one that I first clicked on, which was mechanical feel, mm -hmm. which is not a fucking mechanical keyboard. That is a mechanical feel keyboard, which is just a membrane keyboard with more steps. Yeah. <laughs> So then I found some in there that were not wireless. They were wired, both mouse and keyboard, and I needed to take one USB port, which is why I want it to be wireless, because I am lazy. Hey, look, a uh, thing that I don't need. Um, speaking of being always connected, but that's something I need for work. Yes, of course. Uh, so I realize I'm always, I'm always like the fucking 1% of... I'm always cruising at this level of shit that people don't need or want that's just above their level. And most people would be like, ah, you know, mechanical keyboard, yeah, no problem. Mechanical keyboard and mouse, no problem. Mechanical keyboard and thumb pad, why do you need this? Like, why don't you need it? Just fucking put them on there. It's not killing you to put more buttons in. So I end up searching wireless, in quotation marks, 104 keyboard and mouse. And it is still, the results are yep. filled with mechanical feel, which I can't get rid of the word feel. I guess Amazon doesn't do any of the, um, what are they? What's the modifiers, modifiers. and searches? Nope. So you can't do like minus a word or only this word. So then there was there were wired shit, and it's like, what the fuck? Fuck all this. And then I go on to just straight into DuckDuckGo, wireless, mechani wi wireless mechanical 104 keyboard and mouse, enter. First results of Walmart shopping link, exactly what I want, exactly what I want. But I'm not putting that in. I'm sure if I put that into Walmart search, it would just be 10 million 10 things million just things. so they can go like, oh, yeah, we have a huge stock. We can go. You All the stores have all this shit. Ship straight to the store. Pick it up tomorrow. Like, yeah, yeah but is it at the store right now? Oh, uh, no. And ship pick up tomorrow only works if you order before noon. Like, oh, why don't you blow me then? It's so annoying. Everything does this. Like they do this in the grocery stores with the the filler stuff by pulling everything forward. And yeah. I remember at the Lego store we would do this where we would uh we would shelf stack multiple things in multiple places to so that when you walk in, it's like, wow, the store is totally full. And it's like, it's really not, especially around Christmas time. And they'd have us put boxes of Lego on the top shelf, but not facing. They'd be stacked on end uh -huh. just to fill the fill space. The space. Yeah. As a so that the top of the store looked good, and it's like this is all shit. There, I remember when I worked there at one point, they wanted us to stack. If we had one big box on a shelf, you know, they sit with the the front of the box facing forward. If it was a big box and a small box on the shelf, they wanted the small boxes to be double stacked so that they'd be the same height as the big box, so that the shelf looked totally filled. Yeah, and it's like, do you? Do you realize what a fucking nightmare that is for stocking? Because every time someone picks this up, they're going to pick up the small one. They're not going to realize where it goes and then just set it down somewhere. And then I'm going to be constantly picking them up or they're going to knock over the whole fucking stack. Yeah. It's just going to be a fucking nightmare. We, we called it uh, edging. Edging, yeah. I mean, we colloquially, we called it edging. Yeah, that's what we called it too. Because uh, it would be funny. Like, hey, man, do you edge a lot today? Uh, yeah. But yeah, going down the aisle and making sure everything's, you know, that first one's right there on right the edge. Right there on the edge, like it's going to jump out at you. <laughs> that one specifically annoyed me because it's, they, they had the, the Lego headquarters for retail was in Connecticut. And they have like their office building where they have all their offices. But then attached inside that building is a mock store where they have a full stock of shit mm. and no employees. But more importantly, no guests. 
So people go in there and set up little store displays and they go, wow, this looks so much nicer. It's like, yeah, it looks so nice because nobody touches any of it. There are no humans in this room except for you. There are 300 people coming and going out of the doors every day. Just fucking nasty kids who pick shit up and don't put shit away. You're just making it fucking harder on me just so that it looks like the store is packed to the brim, which then makes people think, well, there must be a bunch of shit in the back. Can you go look in the back? No, I can't go fucking look in the back. I looked in the back. It's fucking empty. It's empty as fuck because it's Christmas time and we are running out of shit. Buy your kid the goddamn Mindstorms. We got a fuckload of those because they're too expensive. Uh, it's, it's all just fake the way, the way soda coolers will have the bottles like come down. So it looks like they're full and you're and it's like, ah, oh, two, oh, yeah. two dollar Gatorades. You're like, all right, great. Gatorade number one. And it's fucking empty. And I don't think there's a solution. Like that is the most, that's the easiest way to distribute that shit. Mm-hmm. But it's just more and more of the lies and, and the online stuff does it the most you know when i was looking for motorcycle parts on ebay and i'm searching for 2001 honda shadow ace vt uh, vt 750 cd2 that's my bike that's that is everything about it right and then the next thing i'd search would be a part that i need like uh handlebar risers and then it's like, here are all these handlebar risers. Handlebar risers out are fucking asshole. Yeah. Look at all the handlebar risers. Brand new from China in stock now. Fuck those other words you typed in. Yeah. And I'm clicking on them and it's like, will this fit your vehicle? And you go select your vehicle, 2001 Honda Shadow Ace VT750 CD2. Uh, will not fit this. Why is it in my search? Why is it in my search? And then I... What I ended up figuring out, the way to find things on eBay for my bike specifically is to go go find – there are a lot of parts sites where they will – they'll show you the exploded diagram of a section of the bike, and it'll be like part one, part two, part three, et cetera, et cetera. You find, I find the part that I want, okay, and I find the Honda parts number for it, and then I go back into Google, and I search that Honda parts number. I put in Honda Shadow and then that parts number, and then it'll pop up an eBay listing, which not only has that part – but the whole fucking assembly that I need instantly and all the same words are in the same fucking search. Yeah. You know, Honda, Honda shadow, 2001 Honda shadow ACE VT 750 CD2, as well as VT 750 CD, VT 750 C, VT 750, uh, Oh, ni- 1998 to 2003, like all of these things that exist around my fucking search term of 2001 yeah. Honda Shadow Ace VT750 CD2 are all in there. But this this item is not showing up at the top of the list, even though it's exactly it, this is the exact stock part that I want. And it's two of them, not one. So I don't have to pay $40 for the lower for $40 each for two lowers and $20 each for two uppers. And then hope that the hardware I have still works. No, just buy the whole fucking assembly, take it in, put it on the fucking handlebars, slip that fucker in there. All done. All set, all done all through. Yeah. But I have to fucking go and play mind games with Google to get this goddamn shit. So you can pretend when I search for the thing that I want, that you have 500 million results of shit that I don't need. Fuck you. I don't care that there are 500 million results. I'd rather have one result that's the one fucking thing I want. I remember, I think it was on the Dick Show a long time ago. Dick talked about a, an online web store where it was just one of everything. And you were like, <laughs> you're like, I want an air fryer. This is the fucking air fryer that we sell. Yeah. You want another air fryer? Go suck a dick. 
any anything anything else you want, you just come here. I want a pair of mixing headphones. We got the seven Sennheiser seven VDR seventy five oh sixes. That's what we sell. You want the MDR V sevens? Don't fucking sell them. Go somewhere else. Because that is that I think that would cut down on online shopping because you go air fryer and it pop up this air fryer and you go, I don't even fucking need an air fryer. Yeah. What even is an air fryer, by the way? Oh, it's a fucking fancy toaster oven. No thanks. Goodbye. Or it's two hundred and fifty dollars. No thanks. But you you what you what happens on Amazon is you like you're like air fry. What's an air fryer like? And you're like, oh, that's expensive. Oh, that's a good deal then. Oh, that's an even better deal. Oh, that's the one I'm buying. And then you get a bling on your phone. You just bought air fryer. Hell yeah. Arriving man. on Tuesday. You're like, yeah, I bought things. And I then, bought things I don't need. You get another bling. You're like, oh my God, someone just used my bank account. Holy shit. What? Oh, that's right. I bought an air fryer. I bought an air fryer. Because <laughs> uh, it always looks like, warning, your account has been hacked. Yeah. Uh, uh, but the funny, I get so many of those. I got locked out of my PayPal account. I kept getting messages and emails about getting locked out of my PayPal account. I just assumed they were all scams. I was like, that's fucking scam. I'm not clicking those fucking links. Yeah. Suck my dick. And then I had to go to PayPal for someone's like, your account is locked. You need to b- verify your information. And so you know how it had me verify my information? It had me log in, right? And since Sorry. I was logging in from a new device, my mm-hmm. new computer, I don't think I'd logged into PayPal yet. It texted me a code to verify that I was logging in. Okay. And then I had to verify my, my identity. By? Having it text me a code that I entered in to verify my identity. Like we just did the same fucking thing twice. If I got in this far, I have the phone that yeah. has the codes too. Yeah. I killed tab. That's... I stole his phone. And I'm using his PayPal to buy motorcycle parts for his motorcycle. Ha <laughs> You got me PayPal. Oh, you are fucking clever. You fucking morons. You can't give me my money back for shitty car parts. They screwed me over on, but you can make sure that I have my phone and my computer at the same time. Suck a cock. <sighs> Everywhere you go, everywhere you go, it's just a, you go to Walmart and they've got like 17 different brands of knockoff Lysol, Clorox, store brand, uh, Buster brand. Just like we, we don't need all these. We don't need 300 different types and sizes of laundry detergent. Oh, you get all free and clear 40 loads. You can get all free and clear 60 loads. You can get all free and clear 120 loads. You can get tied in all those same sizes and downy and puffs and whatever other fucking cheap ass store brand we got like just put the biggest fucking bottle that's it we're you're gonna why would you buy anything other than the biggest fucking bottle of laundry detergent are you going to run out of washing machine (laughs) you're going to use it all eventually just buy the big ass one and put in the cabinet and then when you run out you buy another big ass one yeah I mean, I have I have two. I have a great big one and a small one that's easier to use because I don't like the big ones. But if I was if the choice was just a tied gigantic five hundred load fifty five gallon drum that you set on top of the dryer mm-hmm. and drip stuff out of, or Downey or All or whatever the brands are, I would be equally assigned with that. I would just fucking figure it out. Yeah. But nope. You gotta have, you gotta be able to have all this granularity in what you're buying. Dawn, you can buy Dawn in this little useless thing, a medium sized all right thing, or a big fucking jug of a lot of Dawn. Why don't I buy the big fucking jug of a lot of Dawn and then a little squirt bottle from the squirt bottle section, and I can mix and match how much Dawn I want to use every time I wash the dishes? We don't need all the sizes. We don't like clothes is the yeah. only thing we need lots of sizes in because people are all different sizes and shapes. Consumables just make them one fucking size. 
But it makes instead of walking into the laundry detergent aisle and it being like one thing of Tide, one thing of All, one thing of Danny, and one size of Dawn, you walk in there and it's like you've got Palm Olive and Dawn in 35 different sizes and all the fabric softeners and the bleaches and all the soaps. And it's a whole goddamn aisle, which makes the store even fucking bigger. So you can't put a big size grocery store in where Dollar General goes because they're smaller footprints. Yeah. Because Dollar General doesn't fucking sell a whole bunch of selection. It only sells one thing. Yeah. You, you can buy Dollar General detergent or you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Those are your options, man. I think I have, and we, we've talked about this before. Uh, have you ever seen like people going to pick up their online uh, uh, grocery order? Yes. Now, you probably didn't keep track of it, but how often would you say those people are men versus those people are women? Um, I don't know. Because I have heard... Because my dad does it. I know. I've heard that uh, it's it's more often than not, it's men. Men like the the now that you being able to, right? Because it's that... Uh, we've talked about this before. It's that we pick one thing and we stick to it. Yeah. Right? And if you're getting groceries every week, every two weeks... Oh, you just go buy the same thing. You just go buy the same thing. You could almost put it into preset groceries. Exactly. So, like, if I go do the grocery shopping for our house, four people for a week, how long does it take me? 20 minutes. 20 to 30 minutes. 30 minutes if there's, uh, you know, traffic. Wait time. Oh, you're including driving. No, 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 no. I mean, walk through the store doors until you're... Until your shit's in the car. No, I'm saying 30 minutes max if there's like a shitload of people at the store and I have to wait in line a long time. Uh, How long does it take my mom? An hour. An hour, an hour and a half. Because it's, well, this this Tide... And they've got their phone wash. out, like like working the numbers with the coupons, the coupons and, yeah. and shit. It's just like just Here's we tide buy 40. the same fucking tide every fucking time. <laughs> yeah, we buy the tide and the downy and the oxyclean. Just fucking get down the aisle, bitch. Get the biggest goddamn <laughs> Charmin Ultra Strong. Get the biggest uh, fucking thing of Clorox bleach, and then get the fuck out of the store. <laughs> it's funny because there was I- that Japanese guy who was like, "Men should go do all the grocery shopping during the during the uh, fake virus lockdown." Yeah. Like, men should go do all the grocery shopping because women take too long. And I was like, <laughs> "God damn, that guy nailed it." Because uh, I, I don't know if you have, you might recall this moment, uh, but um, I recall like like my mom will my mom will have done the grocery shopping, will come home, and my dad's like the fuck is this we don't this is not uh this is not the salsa i like this is not the salsa we get right <laughs> like what is this like, that's what they had uh i remember that happening every now and then like the fuck is this yeah. <laughs> i just thought we'd try something new why why <laughs> why we know we like caladad tortilla chips yeah we don't know we like fucking whatever this is. Why are you like this? Yeah. It's, ah, it's just a, it's just you can walk down a chip aisle and there's 40, 100 million family size, not family size. Who gives a shit? Nobody. Just just make it all the biggest one. Yeah. Oh, my God. We'll have to go for groceries one fewer time a month. Huh. Because instead of buying a little tiny thing of Tide for no reason, we buy a great big one and use it 
over a long period of time. I understand some people have storage yeah, issues. Yeah. You know, I lived in a one-room apartment, but I still just bought the biggest size I could. I yep. just kind of made it work. I had shit tucked in weird fucking places. Weird places. Just because, you, you know, I had cleaning supplies tucked under my bed because it was... It was, there, there was, was no room. Put there was in room. The bathroom. There. Yeah. I was like, ah, when I clean the bathroom and kitchen, I just go under the bed and pull this bin yeah. out. Yeah, you just you just kind of rejigger your life. And I would much rather. I would much rather because I I believe I have this belief that uh, there is a certain price worked into everything you buy that accounts for the fact that the manufacturing line has to make three types of bottles. Oh, yeah. The same thing with gas. I believe that gas would be less expensive overall if instead of making 87 octane and 89 octane and 91 octane and 93 octane, we picked an octane somewhere in the middle yep. and just made all cars take the same octane gas. I understand race cars and shit don't, but the general but consumer But you're, you're not taking your, your race car to Quick Trip. Yeah. Your, your general consumer car, those can have just standard a standard octane do you need gasoline or do you need diesel exactly yeah no more e85 no more ethanol free just just one type of gas preferably ethanol free one type of gas one type of octane and i realize a lot of older cars you know they're made for 87 but you could just go to a mechanic and have them uh tune your car to take 89 uh, or i will not tell you how many times i've seen uh, like, oh, here's a pack of, here's a five pack of black t-shirts. Well, yeah. I can always use more of those. Yeah. They've got pockets. Okay. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like these shirts. Yeah. They've got the V-necks and they have the crew necks. And every so often I grab the crew necks and I get home See, and I'm like, <sighs> I know you would want, but that's, yeah. that's the only real choice that's there. Yeah. There, there are four colors. Black, blue, gray, and white. Yep. And I just buy the three colors and every so often I buy a white for when I wear a dress yes. shirt. Uh, but yeah, the fucking t-shirts with pockets on them. Fucking polos. Get rid of polos. all polos. T-shirts or button-ups. That's it. Yep. No more polos. Stop wasting material on polos. They're yeah. not comfortable. No. They're too short. Yep. They're not They're not more functional the than a normal shirt. The collar is so heavy. Yeah. Just get a, re- a button-up shirt. I would much rather wear a button-up shirt that's light and and crisp and, and fits well yeah. than a fucking polo that makes me look like I work at a goddamn quick trip. And then, right, button-up shirts, short sleeve, long sleeve. Those are the two options you need on a button-up shirt. Yeah. Yeah. And, I don't like and short sleeve no, button-up no, shirts. No, you don't need short sleeve shirts. You just roll the sleeves up. T-shirts are short sleeve, button-ups are long sleeve. There you go, sure. And if you want them short, you roll them up. Yep. Here's more work. Well, if you're done with your issue, I can go on to mine. Yeah. Here's what I don't get. Uh, armchair generals. Uh, I don't know about you, Tab, but uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm in some very high social circles, <laughs> and I know some very high-ranking members of uh, the military. Uh, they include everyone on the fucking internet, <laughs> because uh, all of a sudden, all of a sudden. I don't know why. Uh, I do know why, but all of a sudden, everyone is a five-star, uh, storied, fifty-year history 
general. Yeah. The same way that Tim, I won three purple hearts. Yeah. Uh, Gears of War. And <laughs> the same way that uh, a year and a half ago, uh, suddenly everyone in the world was an expert virologist. Uh, Again, I was right on that. The one same too. that uh, a year ago, everyone in the world was an expert stockbroker. Yeah. Diamond hands, Tim. <laughs> I, uh, I don't get it. Why? Uh, why pretend that you know things? Because it's fun. Is it? Yeah. And, and most of those people, not wrong. So you're talking about the withdrawal from Afghanistan, right? Yeah. And everybody's saying it's fucking stupid. No, I'm no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. You can have an, you can have an opinion on the thing. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that all of a sudden everyone's an expert and knows everything about it. And, uh, and they are the one you should trust. They are. Are they? Yeah, because everybody who who is actually considered an expert that we've been told to trust for the last year and a half sure. plus, uh-huh. they've all been completely wrong on absolutely everything they've ever done. Yeah. So I'd rather I'd rather talk to some bum, dumb fuck hillbilly who has a third grade education and just watches Fox News and says repeats what they say mm-hmm. through his filter of a small brain, because I would, it would probably gain you more insight than what they're telling you on the actual news. Probably. I don't know, because I haven't watched any of the news on this either. See, that's the smart thing. I mean, uh, actually, I've got, I was going to bring this up in the comments, but I have a comment here from, um, I have a comment here from uh, paypig.org. Someone got to talking about the show, and he said... It was it was a comparison of our show and the new biggest problem in the universe reboot, and he said uh, his show is like biggest problem with no arguments or chemistry, just like Dick's reboot, all fake and gay replacements. Mm. And uh, that was Gar Grunt, and I've said for a long time that as like the owner of Here's What I Don't Get, that yeah. I will take responsibility for anybody you know for everything that happens on the show, which is why. I would like to say today that it's all Tim's fault that he, the show is fake and gay. Uh, as me, that's me taking responsibility to say that this is Tim's fault. And I, you know, as, as a true leader, what they yes. do is they say one thing and do another. Of and course. that's what I'm trying to do now. Uh-huh. And uh, Tim, you're fake and gay. Thank you. Yeah. Because uh, as everyone knows, those are the two hottest things to be right now. Yes. Fraudulent homosexual. Yes. Uh, I. <sighs> I guess I don't I don't get why anybody talks about the news anymore. Like it's all fake and gay. Mm-hmm. This to me, the whole Afghanistan thing looks like a huge distraction. Maybe from the Arizona audits. Maybe from something else. I'm I'm not I'm not positive, but it's yeah. just it was so I I'm so cynical now. It was so so poorly mishandled. Like. The, from the fuck up, there was no way it wasn't going to be mishandled. There's two. It was, there's there's two outcomes. Mm-hmm. 
So to me, there were two outcomes. Mm -hmm. Either we stay there Mm -hmm. and the people keep hating us for being there. Everyone hates us for being there. Yeah. We hate us. Me and you hate us for being there. The people there hate us for being there. Or we leave and people hate us for leaving. Uh, yes, I agree with both of those. But I think the, the failing is the like logistical error. There, yeah, that's that should be the, the, should, the news should be about the logistics behind this. Because the failure is not the leaving or the not leaving. It's the leaving and deciding to leave the military first with all their shit uh-huh. and then have civilians leave last uh-huh. when they should have evacuated the, the Bagram air force base. That is your final stand. Yeah. Until one last, it's one last plane is there you, and you like run and get into it as it throttles up and flies the fuck out and the fences come collapsing in. Yeah. If you wrote the movie, the way it happened, people will be going, what the fuck is going on? Why are yeah. the soldiers leaving? Yeah. And that's the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, and that is, I think, the discussion that's being had is the tactical errors of everybody. And also, but there's also the problem of, so Trump negotiated a deal with the Taliban to to have them, you know, they were going to leave May 1st. Yeah. And what happened was Biden came in and he said, uh, Jinping stuck his hand up his ass <laughs> and ma- manipulated his mouth to say, uh, we're not actually going to leave on May 1st. We're going to leave on 9-11 or something along those lines. And then the Taliban leadership went to all of the rural mm-hmm. tribal warlords and were like, look, they, you, you can't trust you the can't Americans. Trust They're all liars. Yeah. And then that opened a whole fucking can of worms for no fucking reason. Stick to the plan, Joe. Don't think for yourself. You are clearly not good at it. Uh, and so that's why we, that's why we're here. And, and so I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm trying, I always try and think like who stands to benefit from every decision that gets made. Yeah, of course. I can't figure out who benefits from this, but it does feel like this was designed to be a massive failure. Yes. I don't know why it was designed to be a massive failure. I don't know if it was designed to be a massive failure to ignite the next 9-11 so that we could go back in there and be world police for another 20 years. I, I don't think it would even take that for us to go back in there though. Or if it was to secretly like give all of these terrorist weapons uh-huh. in like the most open and blatantly blatant way possible for some future offensive that we're future, not yeah World War Three aware of Desert Storm Two it does feel like this feels like a Franz Ferdinand moment it does where the this is the moment that sparks the amount of chaos that starts World War at the very, that I think at the very least is. I don't know how you can't see this. Like, well, we left and you guys saw what happened. We're going to have to go back. Yeah. And all the armchair, I mean, all the armchair chair generaling is just trying to guess the answers to all those questions, I guess. I don't know. It just, it seems like something to do to me better than, better than playing call of duty. Is it though? Yes. Is it? Yes. Unequivocally. Is it? Yeah. Because I have fun playing Call of Duty. Yeah. I, I'd rather watch Pain and Gain than play Call of Duty. Oh. Yeah. I'd rather watch Pain and Gain while a hooker stepped on my balls. Yeah, I think me too. <laughs> then play Call of Duty. That's a close second. 
but, but to, to bring back to the core issue, to me, it's the same people that are now armchair generals are the same people that were armchair virologists and are in, uh, in the armchair stockbrokers. And, uh, I don't It feels to me like more people these days, maybe this is because of social media. Yeah. Instead of having an opinion, they have to share, they have to give the opinion. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. Uh, the first episode of Batman, the animated series where the Riddler appears, you remember the title of that, that episode, the first one with the Riddler. Yeah. The one that introduces him for the first time. Riddle me this. Mm-mm. No. If you're so smart, why aren't you rich? Mm. Uh, Edward Nigma writes the software for the Minotaur in the maze video game. And, um, he gets kicked out of the company. And so he exacts revenge of, on this guy Mockridge, who runs the company, and they have to go to this like physical version of the maze, yeah, and go find Mockridge in the center of it. And it it's a great episode. It's one of my. I had it on tape as a kid, and I mm, loved it. That's why you like it, yeah. Uh, but to me, that question, whenever I see the armchair economist, the armchair general, the armchair yeah. or whatever, is like, well, if you're so fucking smart, why aren't you rich? That's a good. That's a good question, and that goes for me too. You know. The answer is I I don't capitalize on the issues that I see because a lot of times I I realize something's going to happen, but then I hope that it won't. Yeah, there, there's a difference between uh, no knowing everything and wishing for everything. Yeah, wishing for it. Uh, like you knew, you knew you you knew all this stuff would happen. Yeah, you didn't want it to happen. Yeah, and I wasn't in a position where I could pivot that into any kind of benefit, unfortunately, which really sucks. The stock stuff I didn't know about, but I know I know about human nature. That's why when I when I look at this Afghanistan situation, it's like, oh, this is a thing where in three months we see videos of women getting like burned in the streets for being whores by you know the new sharia law yeah. it's like well we have to go do something in a, as a humanitarian front it's like fuck how about you let the humanitarians go do that? how about you just fucking i like early on in the dick show dick brought in brought in the middle east as an analogy as like fixing the boat and all these presidents just keep dumping money into the boat since fucking uh thomas jefferson we've been dumping money into the boat to try and fix the middle east they don't want it. One of the only things Joe Biden said that I agreed with in his fucking speech was he was like, we we tried to export freedom, but we didn't realize we were exporting freedom to a bunch of people that don't care about it. Yeah. And so they were happy to live for 20 years under our tacit rule of of freedom and, and equality. But now that, that it's over, they're perfectly happy to go back to telling women that they have to cover up completely outside the home. And your wife, your husband will be assigned to you if you're over 12 years old. Yeah. They're fucking savage people that don't, they haven't been able to build a functioning civilization and society. They're not a country. We call them a country. They're not one. They're just a <laughs> bunch of fucking rural dirt farmers who have the, 
the loose association of believing in one version of the same, of believing in different versions of the same God. So just let them, let them fucking throw all the stones at each other, but we keep dumping guns on them to fight the, the Muha, when they were there, when they Mujahideen. were the Mujahideen, yep. to fight the Soviets, to now they're, they've got all these fucking hardware left behind to fucking kill each other. Just let them wipe each other out. Let them fucking wipe out Israel. It's not our fucking problem. Until they get on another set of planes and fly into another fucking building, Joe Biden says the war on terror is over. Okay, then why am I still getting full fucking body scan yeah. and I can't bring a goddamn bottle of shampoo more <laughs> than three ounces on the fucking flight outside a goddamn Ziploc bag? Where's the war on terror than that, Joe? But he said we can't give freedom to people that don't want it. Look at the pictures of the fucking refugee airplanes. What what gender are all those people presenting as? Men. Three quarters of those fucking people are men, weak-willed cowards that don't deserve a home because they can't fucking stand up and fight for it. I'm supposed to send more of my fucking family, more of my yep. friends and brothers and sisters and fathers over to some shithole dirt box with fuck all to give us so that those fucking men that are too afraid to take up arms to defend their own selves, to keep their own civilization, can live comfortably? Fuck them. Fuck every one of them. Fucking turn the whole thing into a sheet of glass. It'd be a loss of absolutely nothing, because the people that are there are all bad, and the people that left are all cowards. And cowards are the worst fucking thing you could possibly be. So fuck them. Fuck it all. Bring our fucking troops home. All of them. Fucking station them here in America, and then start, start cutting them down. Yeah. We're not at war. We're not the fucking world police. We fucked this one up. We got ourselves another fucking Vietnam, which is exactly what they said would happen in fucking 2001, that it was going to be another quagmire. John motherfucking Heinz Carey was right. It's a fucking quagmire. And look at us here. The exact same fucking photos side by side of Vietnam yep. and fucking Afghanistan. 20 years down the road. What did it matter for? Fuck all. Because we had we had a bunch of diversity hire generals, not armchair general. I give it to the armchair generals. Fuck it. What? You want to do it? <laughs> All right. Stan Watermore is uh, he's in charge of the offensive in Afghanistan. Stan, it's all you. You played a lot of Call of Duty, right? There you go. We're out of here. Good day, sir. Five star general, right there. Just let him have it. What's the, what is the worst that could happen? They can't do any worse than the people are doing now, right? Can you imagine them doing worse? Not really. Well, let's do it all by Twitter polls. <laughs> just outsource it. Yeah. Don't, don't let any of these people make decisions. They're clearly incapable of it. They fucked this one beyond belief. And then have the audacity to tell us to our faces... Uh, oh, we planned for every contingency. We planned for every contingency, but we didn't think they'd take the country back so fast. Like, well, uh, then that's not you they planning were, for every contingency, because yeah. one of the contingencies would be that they did it so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, plan 36 Zeta was uh, to have people fall out of airplanes as they flew out of uh, whatever the, inter the international airport is. So uh, we nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking just throw that picture of George W. Bush up there. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Fucking embarrassment. That, man, that F-15 right to, there in the... Just, just, you, need, you need to paint that. Yeah. Paint, somehow paint that in all the poppy fields. Just a giant... So anyone flying over, mission accomplished. Yep. We did it, y'all. We did it, and then we sat and stayed there for 19 more years. Yeah. All on the pretext of 3,000 people getting killed.
thousands more died to protect a bunch of people that when push came to shove didn't mount even the slightest amount of resistance. And part of that's our fault too, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of fault a lot of places. Talking about it's not going to fix it. Evidently, we didn't learn from fucking Vietnam. No. You can't export freedom. We didn't learn from Korea. We didn't learn from Vietnam. We didn't fucking learn from Afghanistan or Iraq. Time to let it go. You have to want to be free. You have to want your freedom. Yeah. We're facing that here in America right now. People don't want to be free. They want to be dominated by something because it's easier than making your own decisions. It's easier to be told you have to wear a mask, to be told you have to have a vaccine, to be told you can and can't leave your home, to be told what foods to eat, what you can buy, than it is to walk into a store and be like, well, do I buy the Tide that I buy every fucking time or do I buy this all that's slightly smaller because I work the numbers and I have this coupon? You have to make that decision. And you have to stop being a little bitch. Most first and foremost, stop being little bitches. Anyway, anything more you have to say about armchair generals, which apparently I am one of. <laughs> no, that's it. Well, well, I guess that's it for this episode. This has been Here's What I Don't Get. I'm Tad Burke. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. Catch you guys next week. See ya. If you want to call in the Here's Not Get Hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can leave us a voicemail in the voicemail upload on the Discord. Uh, we've got one voicemail here. Hey, guys. Dead Helm. And uh, here's what I don't get. Starting off, you know, uh, I talked about it on the episode of uh, Incredible. <laughs> I think it's Australian for that is and go with it. And uh, but yeah, so living with family and it's weird. I feel like I've been an established person that has it has driven through a lot of tunnels. Yeah, it goes. Oh, you're blah blah blah. blah. Kid, or your hold on, you know, with me, with grandparents being old and stinky, I guess, and me being out the only having grandparents being old and stinky family. One true, of course, everybody. Knows and yeah. I don't know. It's Everyone fucking knows. difficult because I don't want to come off as the crazy white trash person that I always kind of would like to give off the vibe as, so nobody fucks with me. But at the same time, I I'm an adult at this point, so I need to get my name established as a good human being. So I don't know. Uh, I know it's probably easier for somebody like Ted who's moved fucking so many times in their life. I I've only moved twice in my life. Moving. And both of those times, both, well, fuck it. One of those times was back to my grandparents' place because my parents got the you know? So, I don't know. I'm uh, going to leave. Fucking yelled at by old people. Um, 
Yeah. You guys stay furious. You guys have a good day. Well, that might be his worst voicemail yet. <laughs> uh, I, I, so I think that he's having a difficult time living with his parents, which I think happens to everybody at some yeah. point. And then you, you leave the nest. Uh, it definitely sucks. And moving sucks more. You but, realize how much shit you have. Yeah. Way too much, usually. Yeah. Which is un, which is unfortunate because then you have to go through and be like, "Do I want to purge anything?" And don't let yourself say no. The answer is always yes. Always yes. You can always lose stuff. If you moved and then you move a month later, you can throw away more shit. Yep. All you didn't touch that shit for a month. What do you? Yeah. You don't need it. The now that we all have phones, mm-hmm. I think is is to me as someone who has a lot of books, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, if I if I'm if I'm like if I'm going through my books as I do every now and then, I'm like I need to get rid of some of this shit, that trash pile, right? All this stuff that's definitely going away. And then there's something that I'm conflicted about. Take a picture of it. Mm-hmm. It's going to go into your Google photos thing or whatever. It'll be there forever. Unless you delete that picture for some reason. Uh, but you'll always just, just in case it'll be there when you it'll decide to yep. go back for it. Yeah. Yeah. Just abandon it, abandon it all. You don't need it. You probably don't need it. If you haven't already packed it up, you probably don't need it. Yeah, that's also true. Because the stuff that you're like, I need to get this over here, you'll mm-hmm. pack it right away. And then yeah. you end up with all this flotsam that yep. it ends up just filling boxes that are in the way. They end up being the first boxes off the truck so that the first one stacked somewhere and then you forget that they're there and you don't really need anything out of them. And so you never go look. And then you move again, and you're like, what is this box? And you open it up, and you're like, oh, that's all the shit that I didn't use for the last two years when I lived here. Yeah. Eh, I guess we'll move it again. And it ends up in the you know the exact same cycle continues. Yeah, throw everything away. Take pride in it. I know my sister threw a bunch of stuff away when she moved out to Oregon. And uh, I plan on throwing some stuff away when I leave here. But... Oh, that's it. Just the one voicemail from Deadhelm, cool. which is good because it was long and <laughs> staccato. I think that's the right word. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, leave us a voicemail. Support us on Patreon. And until next time, we'll see you.